0: Uh, My childhood home The the front yard was El Cajon And the backyard was Lakeside So whichever one I felt like claiming that day
1: I know, he owned every mountain (laughs) Every mountain Uh, (laughs) Welcome to LFG 1904 show, you know the fucking deal (laughs) Yeah
2: And that ladies and gentlemen Is the intro to the show Let's fucking go
1: (laughs) By the way, they all know that Yeah, I know
2: just fresh update if you're new
1: around here yeah if you're new if you're just now tuning in here we use that song (laughs) we're particular of that smashing pumpkins but anyways our guests always choose what song they want to go out to so on today's show ladies and gentlemen drum roll please (laughs) that works too (laughs)
2: <laughs> mr joey five five robinson what the fuck is up <laughs>
0: hello thank you for having me guys stoked to be here yeah
1: fucking a i know it's been a long time coming. now i'm sure we we brought up cinders only in every single podcast yeah so
0: far so.
2: so just so the first time i ever saw you was at san diego harley you were making a deal with uh trish about the fucking um I think you had just gotten the street bob but you were getting ready to get the seven fifty mm-hmm. and I was there for that when you I was like taking videos of you destroying that seven fifty in the front parking lot. Oh no yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right we well that was the first like LFG ride. And then the first time I met him well it was the first LFG ride that we did from Vaughn's and Travis mm-hmm. was like, yo, the homie Joey is over at San Diego and this was in the beginning of the pandemic and you had the whole fucking lot to yourself. No one was around
1: that was fucking days, good times. Yeah. yeah, the good old days. Out of the white fucking Econo line. <laughs> See, that's what I I've watched Joey's videos before. I hadn't met him yet, but there's there's something about whenever he rides and you just get that shot in between his fucking helmet and his eyes. I mean, it's on his trailer. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, dude, that's laser the vision, focus, motherfucker. Yeah, get the fuck out of my way.
3: Shit, I remember I remember bringing the sporty into the to the shop for the first time y'all didn't even have the graffiti centers only on the top yet
0: no the shop was uh shop was supposed to just be somewhere to park all of our shit and then before we knew it we had a drag account and there was 20 bikes out front (sighs) the the shop was really just there's bikes at the dealers there was bikes at foley's house there's bikes at my house my chick's parents house my parents house they were all over scattered and we just wanted to line everything up and that one's got to go this one can stay and Now we're building some badass bikes. It's pretty humbling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, They did
3: did the first service and the rear brakes on that bike. On that Sporty? On the Sporty. Beat the shit out of that poor thing. Long ago. Long ago. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. That one survived. The lowrider wasn't so lucky. (laughs) Yeah. So taking it all the way back, did... Fuck.
2: Were you on fucking a, a BMX bike before you were on a dirt bike?
0: No, I started riding dirt bike like the week i started walking no shit yeah my dad didn't push it upon me but you know we went to every supercross round every motocross round that we could go to and i was always around it so for right when i was three years old i hopped on a three-wheeler and then for my fourth birthday uh, i got an xr50 and then started racing full-time right around five six years old and didn't stop till i was about 16 or 17 wow yeah i've literally never not ridden in my life i know so
2: being from the fucking east coast like i mean there's a huge motocross scene but it's nowhere it's nowhere near what it is out here especially in southern california
0: yeah we're the mecca for sure um no disrespect to the east coast guys there's some straight rippers that that come out of new jersey you know the dakotas brothers from over there there's some really fast guys out of the east coast don't get me wrong but the west coast is just on a different level you know you got you got eight-year-olds flying by you on their small little bikes and we just live and breathe it and we get to do it all year long Mm -hmm. so the motocross scene out here is is just a whole new level it really is and this is where everyone tests you know all all the test tracks are here for ktm honda kawasaki you know we have the mitch paytons and all the pro circuit guys so it really is the mecca if you're trying to make it in motocross you Your your dream is to drive to California in your van and and make it work. Yeah, and and live in Temecula. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, when I worked at fucking Zoomies in Temecula, I
2: was the manager of the Zoomies there, I met Australians, Japanese dudes, French dudes, Mm -hmm. and they would all come in to get shit, and I'd be like, what are you here for? They're like, I'm motocross training.
0: Yep. Fucking crazy. It's Um, I love going to Temecula and just checking in with everybody. It's really cool to be up there. The KTM test track is absolutely insane, and they're building just a wicked wicked headquarters right now so it's definitely the mecca
2: that's where I learned to ride on a dirt bike was fucking like uh, Rancho Cal and then you take the left at the first circle and you go to the end and there's a dude who has like the half pipe and then you can see Deegan's house or what was his house and I learned how to fucking hit a jump riding on his truck track for his daughter (laughs) and and then quickly getting the fuck out of there just in case we were gonna get shot at or something (laughs) who who fucking knows so who are your idols growing up like if you had to fucking put a name on who was the guy you were like I want to be fucking like that
0: guy uh, for the longest time, I, I really thought I was gonna end up racing motocross. I was, that was my dream. It's, I mean, still is my childhood dream. So I really looked up to the hardcore guys like Carmichael, Ricky Carmichael, and Kevin Wyndham was a big one for me because he always kept it fun. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, Twitch and and all those guys are are really who I idolize. My dad, my dad wasn't. I want to offend him, but my my dad was a hard ass. He really was. So I I was. Kept away from all the metal militia shit, and wasn't really allowed to like you know, I couldn't even wear tall socks with that with SRH on. (laughs) I wanted to be a bro so bad. I know
1: I actually know somebody that was a pro motocrosser from Ramona, and his dad was the same way, and he he like sheltered him from other things because it was like this is what you're going to do. It's almost like the any parent that their kids are fucking stars and something, you know what I mean? They're like, Nope, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. It's not necessarily hard ass. It's like, they have a vision for themselves and they're like, this is what you're doing. You know, freestyle motocross was like,
3: that's the fork in the road, right?
1: Kind of like, ah, when it was
0: still becoming real. And that's one thing I'm really blessed with. Um, You know, I'm still young, but I do remember, mm -hmm. you know, Travis was trying his first 360. Brian Deegan beating him to the punch. And, my dad was very level headed, never screaming on the side of the track. He always just used to point two fingers at his eyeballs, and that meant that somebody was near me that I needed to watch out for, or you would twist his wrist, and that meant you need
1: like get step, on it.
0: Fuck
2: yeah, dude. That's, that's so fucking. I just got goosebumps. That, like, is, ooh, cool. Fuck. that is cool. My dad would have shot me that fucking boy. Fucking yeah. <laughs> cool. throttle out.
0: Our communication was next level. Uh, my sister and my mom were always doing the horse thing, and my dad and I were just literally every single weekend, and then we had a track at the house, so I rode every single day, you know. Damn, dude. But that's really all I ever did was motocross. So yeah. Ricky Carmichael, obviously, you know, Jeremy McGrath, he was a little before my time. Kevin Windham, Twitch, all those guys, it's really, I idolize them daily. Used to watch the DVDs on the way to the track. Fuck mm. yeah.
2: So where did five five come from? Junior sayout. No shit. Wow, I yeah. didn't
1: do that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah.
0: When I was just a Sagrom, we just needed to pick a number. And my dad was a huge junior sayout fan, so he threw fifty five on the bike and it just stuck. Fucking love it. Yeah, I never got rid of it.
2: So Jake came on here and I I didn't know this, but like the numbers correlate to like how fast or what section you're in, I guess. Like if s you're
0: elite, like if you're a top dog, you yeah, if, if
2: you You get a single digit or double single, digit? Like
0: single digits are gnarly, you know. I mean, that's like the Cooper Webb, the Eli Tomax, like all those guys, but Um, Yeah, if you see someone in pro motocross and their number's less than 100, they're no bullshit. Those guys are fucking fast, you know. Okay.
1: Get up and spit, baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and a lot of them get to that certain number and they keep it. They can go lower if they want to, you know. Mm -hmm. Like Malcolm Stewart got 27 and he stayed with 27. Um, It's always kind of weird when someone ran a number for a long time and then they go away and then somebody else takes over that number. It takes a little while to get used to it. You know, Cooper Webb's been number two now for how long? Like a solid minute, and that was always Jeremy McGrath's number. Yeah, so. true. But yeah, if you're if you're one hundred or under, and you're on a motocross bike, you're fucking getting after it. Remind, remind
1: me because you probably might know, and it's a, it's been a long time since I paid attention to Supercross, but I remember Ricky Carmichael won, but he won it do the number one for respect for Jeremy. Is that true or no? Am I saying that wrong.
0: I, I don't understand what you're asking to be. So recognized. he
1: he won. Okay. And, you know, he won, so he's number one. Mm-hmm. But he didn't take the number one because he had respect for Jeremy McGrath. That's
0: I've never heard that, but it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Every You know, McGrath's the king. He, mm-hmm. he always will be, and that would that would have been a smart move of Carmichael, but I've never heard that. Yeah. I, I
1: remember hearing something like that, but it was so
2: fucking long ago, dude. Yeah. <laughs> days. Especially being in SoCal, though, the, the SRH, DGAF fucking world, like I feel like racing and freestyle is the fork in the road that you have to fucking decide which route you're going down, especially fucking... 15 years ago now mm-hmm. was that ever were you ever considering fucking
0: no it was before my time oh shit it, it really was um you know the first dude to say i'm gonna get paid like a skater does on a dirt bike with you know was twitch and then he brought up Beerman and you know now there's now there's a couple hundred kids and you know social media has really changed everything now you just you really just need to have you know looks cool essence about you a nice bike and be out there riding and you can get mm-hmm. sponsored nowadays which is Fucking amazing. No, mm. you know, there's there's only I don't know the numbers anymore like I used to, but there's only X amount of factory teams. And factory teams just started putting on a lot of rides. So when I was coming up, there was maybe eight teams and there was three spots on each team. So you're wow. telling me there's ten thousand of us at this qualifier and twenty four of us are gonna ride for factory teams when we're older. So like I always mm. knew it was a pipe dream, you know, but no, I, I never never really had that option. That's why when the Harley shit came along and I saw these companies writing checks (laughs) yeah i came from a dirt bike world where we spent everything we had just to go suck (laughs) dude i never looked back like the harley scene was it for me you know that was kind of my fork in the road was when i saw people getting paid to ride harleys
2: so when did you get onto a cruiser or because if well i'll let you fucking tell it
0: uh i think it was right before i turned 18 i got that little yamaha bolt
2: the fucking legendary bolt that started it all
0: yeah and i literally only bought that to impress impress kylie (laughs) <laughs> she posted a facebook yeah. status wanted to go on a harley ride i went to san diego harley and tried to get a dyna and they wanted like seven hundred dollars a month i was like get fucked yeah um so then i went to vase and they had like this little knockoff sporty thing yeah hundred bucks a month i was like all right, i'll take
1: it yeah take it
0: why not so that's where it all started
1: how funny is that who and was you're the other eight, guy 18
0: barely i think i i think i was right yeah I was yeah 18. like
1: 18 so you know just no credit just starting out yeah. hey you know what my girlfriend just put a fucking fight you know, I'm about to get that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you. Oh, like, you are you ready to go on a ride, honey? Okay. <laughs> I, hop on the back. <laughs> yeah, I
0: got you. My mom was living. My mom kicked me out.
1: What? Oh yeah. Yeah, like
0: two weeks when it happened and then I wasn't allowed to ride it. She was like, whatever, you want to build your credit, go ahead, but you're not riding that fucking thing.
1: Well let me ask though, so <laughs> did you get hurt a lot in Motocross?
0: No. No, oh, I always God. got hurt on, on BMX bikes. So uh, checks out. Yeah. yeah, I broke my femur, my skull. All kinds femur, of shit. Yeah, on Damn.
2: On And your skull—is that what I heard?
0: Yeah, I cracked my skull. I have two fake eye sockets. uh, The whole nine, all on BMX bikes.
2: Jesus, yeah. Jesus, like dirt tracks or like freestyle
0: dirt jumps. Jesus, I just like airtime. My trip <laughs> list wasn't huge, but I just love jumping shit. You know, it's always been my thing.
2: Really. God. Dude, I, my homie Schmuck growing up, he was the BMX dude, and I seen him eat shit over, like, 18-foot gaps and just drag.
1: And I'm like, oh, fuck. God, dude. Awesome. Some of the biggest jumps I've ever seen in the backside of Kmart in Ramona. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to school with Mike Parente. Dude's a fucking beast. Professional BMX rider. But he would, I mean, these jumps were, like, 50 feet fucking long. Huge, just mountains. And just, it would fucking clear him. And I'd watch so many people just... Wipe the fuck out. Dude. Yeah,
0: BMX riders don't get nearly enough credit, in my opinion, you know, because skating edits are way more fun to watch, let's be real. Yeah. But the BMX ride, dude, those fuckers are made out of rubber. I know. It's insane.
2: The, also, they don't build the parks, for, they don't cater to them. Not, so if you go. Only
0: more. Like, it, it's hit or miss. Like they, They're, they're too
2: big, it almost seems like. If you go to City Heights, because I skate still from time to time, but fucking the dude can't, you can't fucking get down on a BMX bike at some of these like street plazas.
0: Yes, it's not you know, the same. I would, like, tell everyone watching this to go watch, like, Cole Volker and these younger generations coming up. It's all about jibs and, like, really small stuff that may not look that crazy until you, like, zoom in, and you're like, what the fuck did he just do, you mm. know? So, like, the next generation is definitely more about technical riding on the BMX bikes. You know, Smith, Feeble, Barspin, back to Smith, yeah, Feeble, yeah. Bird, oh. you know, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, but nothing but respect to, to BMX riders. Right? Yeah, do, for they, sure. They I think on it, the East Coast, straight. that is big. It's huge. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: huge. In Brooklyn, that shit was big as fuck.
0: Well, do they, they do, do nose like,
2: wheelies do. down handrails. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I, I chased Chad Correlli around for years when he was, was he coming up. You know, we still see each other here and there and give each other the head nod, but we're not we're not homies or anything. But that was kind of like the top dog. And, like, I remember when he did his first, you know, 360 double whip, all of a sudden they were like, all right, well, he's gone. And within, right. within a few years, Rockstar deal, premium deal, you know, so... That was cool. BMX bikes. I just I would just send. I only ever got respect because I would just go higher and yeah. further than the next guy. I never oh, was you that can't good. do that. Okay, watch me. <laughs> yeah. Just,
1: <you> know. <laughs> there goes Joey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so we we're, you weren't the only one that got a bolt, right? There was another one of the homies that got one.
0: Andy, um, I had one for a few months, and then Andy and I have always been tight. Whether we've you know almost killed each other a hundred times is besides the point. We've always we've always taken care of each other. Um, so I let him go cruise my bolt, and then the next day he went and got one. Um, which was very pivotal for my career, because having one of my close homies go get one, and I'm on one now, you know, we were riding every day. Um, but really, it was Travis, um, who I was on the phone with when I got here. He's been locked up now for seven or eight years, but he was the one that got us all into wheelies. I remember him mm. slowing down on El Monte one day, because we used to just smash. We didn't know any better. Cut cut my bike right before the fucking muffler. It was loud as shit, thought it was cool. Right. We used to just smash around. And then he slowed down one day and I thought something was wrong. And I like put my hands up at him and he, he jumped up on the seat. And I was like, what the fuck? And I remember him just ripping it up. And I, it was just the sickest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And from that day forward, we've never stopped trying to wheelie whatever we can get our hands on, you know? Fuck. So it really was Travis, Travis mummer, Richie's little brother mm. who got us all into it. Um, he kind of wanted to go more towards the club route and I started, you know, sponsors started hitting me up and stuff and I went more towards that route. Right. Um, like I said, once I saw people writing checks for the Harley stuff, I yeah,
1: it was a, it's game game over.
2: Yeah. Well, even before you got to that point, weren't you doing flat track?
0: So the flat track was was all because of Foley, um, Aaron Huff, Huff and Puff. Mm-hmm. He bought a flat track bike to learn and realized that he just wasn't cut out for it, or whatever he realized. I don't know. I don't want to speak for him. So he put Foley on the bike, and then Performance Choppers got behind it. Um, And then before I knew it, Foley was calling me like, yo, I want a teammate. And he brought me on board. Mm -hmm. Um, A sponsor gave us a bike. I ripped the bike for a little while. They took it back. um, Said they were going to put a pro rider on it. And then I'm not going to drop any names. But then a non-pro rider showed up on it, and it lit a fire under my ass. I was like, all right, well, I need to go get a bike. I'm going to build it, and I'm going to smoke these dudes. Um, It's really serious now. I would get absolutely waxed if I went out there these days. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I know how to ride a flat-track bike. But um, they changed the rules where – as long as your pro card is up, within two years, you can come over and race hooligan. And we were making more money on hooligan bikes than the pros were. Mm. So a bunch of them let their pro cards run up and then came over on a hooligan bike. And I, like it got serious. It got fast. But that was just all literally because of Foley. Foley put me on.
2: So I don't know jack shit about hooligan. So let's start from the beginning. Obviously, most of them are dirt tracks. It's the oldest form of racing. Harley and Indian used to compete back and forth and used to be like, wooden deck tracks, mm-hmm. and I've seen some of the photos of it, and they're like coliseums, mm-hmm. these fucking wooden bikes that they would race. But where is the – what's the technical part of it? Like, where do you – because it, it looks almost like counter-steering and fucking drifting it.
0: It's really just crashing. You're, <laughs> just, you're just turning into the ground, and then right before you crash, you, you turn the bike back on. Um, hooligan racing comes from, like, Rusty Butcher and um, – Suicide Machine Co., and Speed Merchant, and all those guys, fuck, dude, 10 years ago, maybe mm. even longer, we're all showing up just begging, like, please let us race, let us race. And all the tracks said no when they didn't stop. Um, the rule with hooligan racing is you can't, you can't modify the rake of the frame. You can derake it with your triple clamps, mm-hmm. but you can't modify the frame where the actual forks mount, and you cannot modify uh, where your shocks mount. So it has to pretty much be you know, a stock chassis, everything else you can you can play with. Um, but it was really fun for years. We went from Oregon to – I got to race inside Daytona Speedway, which was a dream come true. Um, and then they did, like, a four-round series or, like, a five, six-round series in Sturgis one year. And I didn't even know what was going on. We just had our flat-track bikes. Um, and I ended up getting, like, second or third overall in the whole series. Wow. Like, all my sponsors were there, the owner of Legend, Feeling, at the time when I was with Bassani, the owner – you know. So it was really – Huge moment in my career. Flat track racing definitely elevated me very, very heavily.
3: And that was, like, Foley's thing, right?
0: Yeah, Foley's fucking gnarly. Um, he always had bad results because he just just didn't know how to let off the fucking gas. Right. right. <laughs> Dude, just, but Foley, if, if someone were to, even nowadays, someone were to put him on a on a real bike and mm. train him and put money into him, he could go out there and run. Yeah. He's fucking insane on a flat track bike. Mm.
2: And then in, I know in Mama Tried, they do it with, like, soda syrup. On the ground?
0: I've raced one concrete track, and it was to qualify for X Games. Um, and no disrespect, I, I've seen a lot of guys go really fast on those tracks, but those just weren't for me. I just I couldn't do it.
2: What's the difference?
0: It's just scary. You're, you're is in, it slippery or is it slippery tacky? Slippery as fuck. Okay. Like it, at any guy, I remember coming in thinking I was fine, and then my bike just washed out, and I was Flying into the Raptors. You know? Yeah, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Dustin's is like, all right, yeah. next. No, I'd yeah, be, bro, be broken. <laughs> i be broken. Fuck yeah. Flat well, track serious. It, it's very, very serious, and it will change in a, in a snap. You'll, you know, you'll be on the ground.
2: So. And why would you rake it out to get more support?
0: You rake it in. Rake it in. You bring the wheel towards the frame so that it turns better.
2: Oh fuck! I thought you would well, stretch it out.
0: No, you d rake nah. it. Fuck. So like guys like J.J. Flaherty and. Dudes like that took it to a whole new level, and they'll sell you clamps that come with, like, little uh, CNC machined out, like, cups, basically, and you can adjust your rake to fit it to where you want it. We never got that far down it. We put a street bike friend on Foley's bike. That was pretty Mm. cool, but our bikes were pretty raw for the most part, and we could still run with them. We were having fun, you know?
2: I seen one in the garage last year Mm -hmm. when y'all were building fucking Brady's Chopper, and I was like, damn, this is, like, bare-bones on-off switch, yeah. fucking break. <laughs> sketchy, yeah, They're
0: really sketchy. They, they really are. My flat track bike's my grandpa's old bike, so it's always been cool to to go out there and race it. He would just be absolutely floored if he knew it was a flat track bike. Fuck Nevada, yeah, so.
2: fuck yeah. So you were still stunting when you were doing the hooligan stuff, right?
0: That's always been my main focus. I just had a couple big heads pull me aside and say, "Hey, this this hooligan racing is going to go somewhere," and, and it did. We got to do X Games and shit like that, which was a trip. I was literally was. Hanging out in the athlete lounge with like Sheckler, Tony Hawk, Bob Burnquist. Was there all these crazy hands? Yeah, I was like, what, what the fuck am Where I doing? Where am I? Yeah. yeah, dude. They're giving massages. There's food everywhere. It, yeah. was, it was cool. Um, but I just had a couple of people that I really respect pull me aside and say, yo, this is going to go somewhere. You need to do something with it. So I, I, I put a lot of energy in the flat track. But stunt riding was always, I knew it was going to go somewhere. I could feel it. I didn't know how or what or why. But I just, I, I always had that feeling in the back of my head, like, yo, this is, this could be something, you yeah. know? So stunt riding has been my main focus for, coming up on like seven years now, which doesn't feel real, so. It's but, a fuck.
1: You know what I was going to say? So seven years, I didn't know how long you've been doing, I, I I assumed for a long time, but, you know, this injury that you have right now, that's the first time that you've ever had an injury, correct? No. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, literally how blessed I've been. What about your, no, I guess it was a bruised heel. Like No, this is like straight up injury, 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 not a a bruise.
0: I've had like my ups and downs. Like, you know, I popped my shoulder out a few times, but that's motocross. That was motocross, yeah. Past injuries just haunting me. I mean, I've, but I've never broken anything now. That's why I haven't been too complaining about this this injury as much as I want to. It wasn't my fucking fault. I know. That's what I was going to say too,
1: dude. (laughs) Like it wasn't even your fucking fault. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I've been blessed. You know, I've been riding. For a living for six years now, six years full-time, and it's my first real injury. Sponsors have just been fucking amazing about it. I, I don't understand how I got so lucky. I, I yeah. understand I make them money, but the way that they've been treating me, I just was like, damn, it you know, makes you feel like unworthy. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So they've been taking really good care of me. I've been blessed.
1: That's good that they're taking care of you because then it would be pretty bad. You know, it would be kind of awkward. You know it'd be, be a little mean? rough around the edges. I do a lot for you guys. It's been six years me putting in work.
2: And that's so often how sponsorship goes, like – Oh, you're washed up or, oh, you're injured? All right, dog, will fucking hit us up when you're not. Mm.
0: Well, and that's, I don't want to say that's what I'm trying to change, but I think that that's one cool change that our industry does have. Um, wasn't my idea by any means. I think I just kind of mainstreamed getting the drag account, selling the parts, you know? Like, if someone's paying you to rep their parts, what, what comes after that? Like, okay, now you're, you're just a walking billboard, and if you're not getting them content weekly, what the mm. fuck are you worth, you know? So... Uh. I love the fact now that we're able to push the product. You know, mm. Not only do we rock it, someone wants to come buy it. I can sell it to them. They have any problems. I can see it through. Um I think that's one cool thing about, about the Harley wheelie industry. Mm-hmm. That if you really want to, go get a storefront, open up the account and push parts right. and pay your bills. It, it really is that simple. Whereas in the dirt bike world, you get hurt. Yeah, dirt, yeah there's that's, another kid that's dying to get your spot, and he's faster. So <laughs> yeah, it's true, <laughs> so, dude. It's so
1: true. Uh, yeah, especially in Temec, dude. Those guys are just bred, dude. The I moved in when I moved in it was 2000 and 2000, and it was fucking <laughs> just motocross freestyle mecca, dude. Mm-hmm. Just it was nuts. So like before you get a sponsor
3: and everything like that, do, do you? Look at the parts and be like, all right, this is a product I could stand behind. Or you're like, mm, I could you just...
0: Had my moments. Or what? Um, you know, I'll call myself out. I wasn't that stoked to rock TBR. But I was at a place in my career where I needed another title sponsor. I didn't know what to do. You know, we were growing rapidly and we just needed to pay the bills. So I took the TBR sponsorship and did the signature pipe. And then it all fell apart because the owners live in a different state. And they're just making calls that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Which... Like, I'm not trying to talk shit. It's just how, what is what it is. But back when I first got going and I was 18, 19, I was
3: just whatever whatever people yeah. would
0: throw at me. And yeah. then, and then the solid ones stuck. You know, like legends and feeling and now we're bringing on a couple like that I want to work with, you know, like Pro One and right. um, and Maxima Oils, like people that that make me stoked and like like we were talking about earlier like I just I feel like I put too much energy into my riding to ride for a company. It doesn't just make me fucking stoked. So nowadays, yes. And
3: you, like, grew with legends, right? Because, like, you, there's a story, like, we, we, you were talking about. Like, you were just like, man, these shocks suck or something like that. They need to do this and that. When we right?
0: first got our hands on them, it was just another coil shock. And they were working for dudes riding down the freeway and having a good time. But I could tell that um, at the time I didn't even know Jesse was the owner. I was mm. just talking with the dude from legends and I kept telling him things that maybe I wouldn't have said if I had known <laughs> he was the owner and he really liked that. And I could tell that they wanted more. So right. we, we mm. started working together very tightly and I was like, you know, we need to go stiffer We need to do this. And I didn't know what I was saying besides I need, I know how it needs to feel. You know, right, I didn't right. know all the, all like the, the wording to say like, you know, slow down the rebound, add another shim or whatever we need to do now that I do know. But, um, yeah, Filthy Phil and myself were the first ever people to get a set of legends sent out, like Man. comped. You know, and Bassani nice. made that happen. Fuck yeah.
3: How, how about, about the um, the uh, fueling?
0: Fueling just kind of came on board. So really, I mean, I, I ain't afraid to admit it, it really started with Bassani. It really, oh, wow. It really did. Um, and Gary, I, I, we don't talk anymore, but I owe Gary a lot to my career. You know what I mean? Once. Once Bassani started moving product off of stunt kids, feeling legend, all these other companies were like, oh shit, like we we need to do something too. So mm-hmm. those really just kind of came with it. Filthy Phil was really the first one to get put on. Right. Like, you know, we both got legends at the same time, but the first ever stunt motor that I ever saw feeling build just for somebody to beat the shit out of was Phil Sporty. That sledgehammer oh, Sporty, yeah, yeah. like that was super famous. Um, And he was just a fucking nut, man. None Mm. of us could do what Phil could do to this day. He can still get on the bike and ride circles around us. Yeah.
1: My first ever watching a stunt show, I went to, uh, so our friend Natalie had a booth set up at the, um, uh, what is it? That Huntington Beach fucking, there was like some bash, punk rock bash shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pennywise was the headliner. Yeah, Pennywise. What
0: was it? Moto Beach, like one of the OG ones? No, it was like the uh, it was Never like
2: mentioned. a punk rock festival. I yeah, forgot so, what it's yeah. called.
1: So, anyways, we go there, and then it just so happened that um, I want to even say it's unknown, right? No, no, no. It was that guy, Filthy Phil, yeah. or whatever. And I was watching him. He was on a red bike, I believe. I can't remember. This is well, my fucking goddamn wet brain. <laughs> but I remember watching him, and I was like, God damn! I'm like, Who is this guy? Like, right, right. It, it was fucking mind blowing. I was like, Jesus Christ. And uh, there's other riders there, too, but um, that dude definitely stood out to me. Yeah, and he's just just
0: always been that gnarly. And we were all just young and hungry back then. So if someone did something, you better do it before we leave the lot that day. Or, (laughs) you know, like he's the only one that can do it. We were all just very competitive. Um, In the moment, it didn't feel cool. But looking back, that's what ultimately pushed pushed us to what we're doing nowadays, Mm -hmm. you know. But nothing but respect to Filthy Phil. He's one of the best to ever touch a stunt bike. Where's he out of? Campo. Oh, San fuck. Diego. He's San Diego from Meyer. No yeah, shit. Him and his twin brother are now building. They got a bunch of sick shit. Cool ass razors. All that videos you see Noah posting where they're out there jumping their trucks and shit. That's all at, all on their property. Um, they're always just up to cool shit. They always will be. Fuck yeah. yeah. Super good guys.
3: Noah's into like building like uh, off-road trucks, All right.
0: Correct. He's the one building Foley's F-150 right now. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I heard Foley talking
3: about his homie that's going to fab up
2: the truck and finish it.
0: Yeah. It's about done. A little bit of wiring and Couple things, it'll be out there.
2: Doug, that's a, that's a whole nother hobby that invo- involves a lot of
0: money. I'm trying to be patient. It's hard. I, you know, oh, you want one? Well, Snowball got the razor. Foley's got the off road truck, and Foley and I are very sharing. You know, it's like we're married. What's mine's yours. It really is. And I know he'll let me drive that truck, but that's that's his truck. I need yeah. to, I need to get my own. my own. But I've been down for you know 90 plus days, and I just don't want it looking goofy when I come out with some pre runner. People will be like, "What are you guys doing?" You know, so, <laughs> I shot for him. Um, I'm like, I'm gonna pull the trigger before next season. I'll get an off road truck.
2: Yeah, we're gonna have to go through the laundry list of fucking come ups and come downs that you've had over uh, the years. Yeah. But first off, what was the first Harley you got? Because you were on the Bolt. You learned to wheelie the bull, and then Sportster. what? Sportster. The, a sporty.
0: The bike that's now my flat track bike. Um, I don't know if you guys ever seen that episode of uh, Gas Monkey Garage where they buy that Pantera and they put an Eco Boost motor in it. No. Um, but that's, that was my grandpa's Pantera. And then if you watch the episode, there's a, there's a yellow Sporty in the background, a little Roadster. And that's the Sporty. I, I was all pumped on it, got it all built, took it out to Arizona for one weekend and just fucking hated it. It was just way too small for me. I was going to say, how did you fit on it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the Sporty got converted into a flat track bike, cut the frame, just committed. And then I got back on the Bolt for a while. Um, and then, fuck. I started riding Huff's Dyna a lot. Um he let me he had like a O six or O seven Dyna, he let me cruise it. Then I started riding it a little too hard and he wasn't very happy about it. I remember him just screaming at me at the Temecula a lot. <laughs> um and then Lucky Daves, because we were in super deep with Lucky Daves at the time. He had a just a minty FX D X sitting there. Um uh, my best friend, now my roommate Zach lent me twenty five hundred bucks. I sold one of my dirt bikes and I paid five grand for the DX that I still have.
2: That's the, the brown and white bike? Mm-hmm. No shit.
0: Yeah, I've been on that bike for five years up until this last crash.
2: Damn.
0: Now I'm still going to use the motor, the forks, everything, but the frame's gone. Frame's done.
2: Bent to shit. Yeah. I mean, it was probably already a little torqued.
0: Yeah, we have had to cut it and reweld it a few times. So I knew once he hit it, that was that was the end of the road for that frame. But it'll still be same bike, same title, you know, but different frame. Yeah.
2: Fucking a. And then, so from there, what was the San Diego scene like in the beginning?
0: Um, it was Holden, um Holden, Grunt, um, Kurt, rest in peace, my dude he passed away this year. Um and just a bunch of older heads.
1: Yeah, Grunt, was he the military guy, right? Yeah. He, so he was in the Sober Riders?
0: I don't know. I was so young back I, then. I'm I, pretty
1: sure I met that guy before. Actually at, a, at a, in a meeting. He's a savage. Yeah. He's cool as fuck. Yeah, um yeah.
0: he had a really bad crash where he like kind of was doing an uncontrolled stand-up wheelie and set it down and ran to the back of uh g spot yeah and after that Same he, guy yeah he called it like yeah won't ever do it <laughs> so he doesn't ride anymore but he was he was sick with it he, yeah. he helped the san diego scene really like come alive you know um and then i was just the young kid chasing him on the yamaha i really no one really took me too seriously back then i just was kind of there you know yeah trying to get people to like show me my bike good wheelie mm. like, i remember asking all of them like yo wait wheelie my bike so I can see that it'll wheelie because I couldn't get it up to save my fucking life
2: wow so when we had Josh on here he was talking about how San Diego was putting on these stunt shows and then there was a couple dudes that he just started taking photos of were you around for that era too
0: so that was Foley him and Foley met in that Balboa parking lot okay um man when I first met Foley he didn't want nothing to do with me because he was 26 27 always had a 40 in his hand and I was just this yuppie little pup you know like 18 19 years old And I just wanted so bad to hang out with them. I thought they were like, I thought him and Kurt were just a shit. He he like, he was cool to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like the first conversation we ever had was me passing off my lawyer, like so that he could fight one of his tickets. But it was really Foley. And all those guys were like, you know, if you guys look up, uh, they were called the shit shows on YouTube. You can watch like all the wheelie videos from like 2015, 2016. Fuck
2: yeah! I'm gonna fucking use those for the clips for this.
0: Yeah, grunt. <laughs> grunt was the one doing all that, and then he went. Once grunt got off the bike, he went to have a super successful media career. He started working for Rockstar. Bassani was hiring him. Fueling was hiring him, and um, I think I think he got an office job for a while. But I think nowadays he's back to doing the same shit for mm. Rockstar.
2: Fuck yeah! That's a fucking come up as a like a photographer, a videographer, like to get on with like a major brand to pay you to fucking do what you love. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same as stunt riding, but. Fuck, man, to get paid to use your camera is
0: fucking dream. Well, and Josh was the first one to, like, give us photos worth of shit. So we all owe him so much, you know, regardless of how, like, whatever's happened over whatever. We've always come back together because Josh was the first one to make us look legit, you mm-hmm. know. When, like, a company would hit us up when we needed to go get a photo shoot, he was the only one that would do it for us. You know, he saw it. So he's, he's really been around since the beginning, traveled with us, and, and just really taken care of us. Always made us look good. Josh is always, done. he
2: definitely seems like the guy that's like, yeah, I'll hop in the truck.
0: Yep. Yep. He is. Yeah. So.
2: That's fucking solid. And then when did you, when were you like, fuck, when did you see it? When did you see the vision where it's like, this is, this is fucking going somewhere and I have a fucking future in it. Um, like, do you remember your first book show?
0: Yeah, we, ch- that, that was the moment that I knew it was going to become something. We, we chased, uh, all the homies to Utah. We weren't even hired yet, but Ride and Destroy hired uh, Dom Eight Two Nine, Tallboy T, Holden, and Ginger Wheelies, uh, Tyler. And for whatever reason, no disrespect to Tyler and Holden, they decided to ride there, and they got stuck in a rainstorm. Ugh. And they didn't make it. And the shows were about to start. Foley and I were no sitting way. right there, and before I knew it, we were in shows with Dom and Tyler. I couldn't even do burnouts yet. Like I literally wow. couldn't, could. I could do a rolling burnout on my front brake. Like, I couldn't drift. I remember bitching the Tallboy T that weekend that my bike won't drift, and he got on my bike, went both ways, no problem, feet on, like, just showed me what a bitch I was being, you know?
2: That dude gets deep.
0: Tallboy T is the sickest dude, style-wise, to ever ride Harley. And then off the bike, he's a cool cat. He's cool as fuck. But that, that moment, like, the first person to ever pay me to ride was Ride and Destroy Max. Shout out to Max. He's really... He's really paved the path for pretty much the whole. Oh uh, yeah, the, the whole scene. scene. Yeah, I think he
1: put that, that show on at the beach too. I, I But you know, whatever. that's
0: you're thinking of Moto Beach, but it was a huge. It was a huge festival, and yeah. then they added Moto Beach to it. I remember mm-hmm. the year you're talking about. I was so butt hurt that they got hired for shows yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was racing flat track, um, but Max, yeah, Max paid us to ride those shows in Utah, and then before I knew it, we were getting calls back to come ride more shows. Um, and at the time, we were doing a little bit of sketchy stuff, so we had cash. And we just started traveling.
1: Yeah, Fully, had, yeah. A,
0: fully had a clapped out 1500. I mean, it was nice, but had 200-something thousand miles on it. Um, old cat eye. You guys just made Vortec it. Fun. motor, baby. No, it was literally still the stoner eye. It was like an 0102. Oh, wow. Old, old. Yeah. No, yeah. It, was, it was a 99. It was the first year of the oh, new shit. body style, 5.3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: 99 to 03, yeah yep. Yeah. Fuck.
0: And then I financed a trailer. Um, like a, I pulled out like a $5,000 loan and went and cashed this guy out on like a little 14-foot trailer. And we just started traveling. And then before I knew it, companies were calling like, where are you guys going next? What you? They were like. What year is it? 20, that was 2018, maybe 2017. What? Yeah, fuck. Uh, and then we that year we went to East Coast and like we just hit everything. Mm. And then the companies were pumped on it. So they started paying. And then we wrapped the trailer. Shout out Aaron from Shreddy. He wrapped my whole trailer, didn't charge me a dime. I was like, you, you you need to do something with this and print it out. Just a gang of stickers, install them for me. And then... That dude's solid. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's always taking care of us when it matters. He's always come through. Yeah,
1: This is a th- this is not the trailer you have now, though. No, it's okay.
0: like a small little 14-footer. Okay. Yeah, okay. We when used I, to shove four Harleys in there and go as far as we could. Fuck. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember when you had the van. That's yeah. when
1: I started coming around. You guys, you had the van.
0: Yeah, the moto van was sick yeah yeah fuck that thing though <laughs> it blew up like you've gone through like four fucking rigs oh dude joey's fucking up, life with the trucks dude is, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, that's the one that lbz <laughs> no, i know well now it
1: is one. now yeah. it is Took i know you a had a ford before. you had a
2: flatbed Fuck both those fuck both <laughs> of those <Yeah. laughs>
0: all the way dude. the red one's still running that idiot kid i sold it to he drives it around town like it's a fucking race car oh that <laughs> one still runs the black one that i got from you know who fuck that thing yeah um while we're on that topic, buy a Duramax. If you're listening to this, yeah. go buy a Duramax. Be the Dirty best. Max Silverado. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm their spokesman. It's the best you thing are. I ever do. Yeah. I know. You are. <laughs> yeah.
2: And the Duramax is solid, but the Allison transmission is really what fucking ties it all together.
0: I blew mine up. Had you, to get a built trans. Yeah? Yeah, driving it like a kid.
2: <laughs> How many miles were on it?
0: 180. Oh, yeah. You were beating the fuck Brand out of it. Brand new. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new. Yeah, barely broken. Yeah. <laughs> I bought that truck last year with 160K, and it just hit 208.
2: Damn. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. 40, almost 50 thou. That's yeah. fucking solid. Yeah, man. but he's gone to Florida and back like three times. Yeah. <laughs> Sturgis. Fucking. So uh, that's another thing that I wasn't 100% sure how he got kind of brought in was Dom. Cause he's like fucking in there swimwear, fucking senders only OG. Cactus Jack, right?
0: Yeah. Dom is, Dom is hands down when it comes to like soul and just taking care of your people. Yeah. Dom's the best guy I've ever met. He just, like, gives me goosebumps thinking about him. I, I literally, I've never loved another man that much. I fucking love Dom. He will do anything he can to take care of you. I love his dad. I love his mom. I love his girlfriend. I love his dogs. Like, he's just, he's my family, you know? Yeah. Um, and he was there. When, like, they were already hired, and they welcomed us into their big first moment. That was one of their first shows ever. You know, they had gotten hired to do stuff at Dixon and, and shit like that. But Tallboy T and Dom were, like, clicked up, like, Foley and I are now when we met him. And they really paved the path. And Dom and I just clicked, you know. He's always just taking really good care of me. I wish I could do more for him. I'm trying to. I, I really am. I, you know, I, I, it's hard It's hard to talk about, but I, I really need both of us to step up. I need more from him, and he needs more from me, and that's what we're working on right now yeah. to be able to, to give him more, and then he can give me more, and we can.
2: Is he from AZ, or is he from here?
0: No, he's born and raised in Phoenix.
2: Oh, shit, okay.
0: But when shit was popping and we didn't have a shop, they'd either drive out here or we'd drive out there. So that was what
2: it seemed like, because he was always coming in from there, and I was like, did he just move out there? Or no, he's like, is that where T is from? Yep. Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. Tallboy T. And I don't know if Tallboy Boy T is originally from Phoenix, but I know it's like his his home spot. Um, but they really paved the path. They were the first dudes to, like, get mm-hmm. down, obviously, besides unknown. Yeah. Um, but now Dom's just, he's family. He always will be. He's talented. Dude, yeah. yeah really he, fucking talented. Very, you see him on a fucking dirt bike. Yeah? yeah? Oh, I yeah, bet.
2: The, yeah. And he's a fucking, he can lay a stack of dimes too, right? He's a solid-ass fabricator.
0: Solid welder, solid fabricator. Just, there's really nothing about him that's bad. He's just one of those dudes good at everything. You know, he had a really catastrophic injury as well about mm. three or four years ago. That wasn't his fault either. Fuck. Um, we were racing hula again, and it took off from the line. The dude next to him lost control and just smacked right into him, snapped his tib and fib. Oh. And it wouldn't grow back. Mm. You know, so he's he's been through the ringer as well with injuries and still rides every day, you know, or every week. He just yeah.
2: finished. Well, he didn't just finish, but the bagger's done.
0: Yeah, I need to get him to paint those fucking. If you're listening, this I'm going to paint the fucking bags. <laughs> it's all mixed match. <laughs> yeah, I need to get him to paint the bags. But he put a lot of energy and effort into that bagger. Did that all, That was one of ours that was sitting here. And then him and I oh, bought it. To, right? Yeah, I took yeah. it home. Well, no, the whole bike. Oh, that, wow. That was one of Foley's baggers. Wow. And Foley gave it to me. I dropped the ball and never did anything with it. And he's like, fuck you. Did I need to sink this thing out of here? I'm like, all right. Gave it to, I, I think he sold it to Dom for a really good deal. And then Dom built it up. And then he came out one time and we had those tins sitting there. And we just said, fuck it. It's better he take them and run them and then just sit here, you know? Right. Nice. But those 10s were originally for Foley's bagger that we never built. Yeah, he's a,
3: he's a real humble dude. Yeah. I, I bumped into him. I talked to him a couple of times. And he yeah, he's like, always real. been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, always. He's, he gets it. He understands there's a bigger picture at all times and he's not willing to to let that go, you know
2: right. so this is a little caveat. do you think that the stunt like the competitive side of it will ever go to like dinas and baggers or will it always be this mashed up because now I feel like it's a big it's a gotten a lot of traction that like ripping a bagger is somehow you know it's its own world
0: yeah, I'm gonna make a few people upset with this statement, but the bagger is easier. Um, drifting, it's not, it's a, li- it's a little weird when you're drifting it because the bars are turned and the fairing's not. Mm-hmm. So it takes a little while to get used to that. Uh, a little harder to get up, but once you're up there.
2: You got a counterweight up top.
0: Oh, they're just smooth sailing. They're bad. I mean, you got, you got to know how to ride. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But the bagger is just a, it's just a showstopper. It really is. It's cool as fuck. You know, you go to a rally and Half the people that are there on real glides and street glides, if not seventy yeah. percent. So yeah. then they see homeboy wheeling. It's just cool. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I don't want to over speak because all of that's up for deciding right now with ride and destroy. And Max is just putting in tons of tons of energy and effort. I mean, he's got fucking Harley Davidson behind it now. Um, but yes, <laughs> wow. I, yeah. I, I do think that there's. I think that I, I feel like
2: it deserves its own class, and then it gives the guys that are on dinas or sporties or guys and gals. Let me fucking say that correctly. But I feel like it. Would not only draw to more of the event,
3: I don't know. I think it's a good move.
0: Yeah, it's hard. There's a lot of moving parts with that shit. Um,
3: and well, he's one dude. But I mean, but I mean, too, it's like you have Dinah Nate, who like, he's on a fucking, he's on a Dinah and he's fucking holding it down. For sure. Like, he's holding it, like. I think it's easier you know to win on a Dinah. I do, because you right. can do
0: 10 times the amount of tricks if you right. the time, you know? So that's why I want to see it separated, is because. I think it's easier for us Dyna guys to really shine for the judges. I mean, it's completely different when you say how are the judges seeing it compared to the crowd because mm-hmm. the, the three people they're judging should know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that being said, Dyna Nate's fucked. <laughs> like, there's just there's just something there's a screw loose and it's a good it's a good thing. Um, the shit that he's willing to do on a motorcycle, other people like he's just willing to die. Yeah. And and you know I, yeah, me- yeah, I yeah. remember that feeling and even when I had that feeling I wasn't doing it he's doing you know
3: yeah, and he's doing it on a bagger too he has like a
0: he gets down on anything yeah, yeah.
3: it's a clapped out bagger but <laughs> he gets down on that show's like game. falling apart last time i saw it. i was like geez
1: could you imagine seeing somebody doing a circle really like what you do so well on a bagger
0: gabe tried gabe <laughs> gabe took the bag off at sturgis like two or three years ago and went for it and he got like the half circle mm. um straight up uh or not straight up sorry uh rob one wheel he circles his street glide wow so but his bags are cut all crazy like i don't i yeah. don't It's not very, like, you know, they're not very pleasing to look at the way that you have to make them look. But nonetheless, he fucking circles his bagger. He gets down. But he has a handbrake, right? Correct. But if you took the handbrake off, he would still. Really? Yeah, he'd get down. Rob's fucking gnarly. Fuck. But, yeah, to answer your question, I do see them. I do see them separating. The brawl brawl is in a weird spot right now as far as locations and stuff like that. That's all I can really say. Um. But I know that there's nobody better to be in charge of it than Max. So whatever's gonna happen is, is the right move. I don't know what that is yet. But I know that when it when it does get released and we know it'll be even if it's like what? It's it was the best option.
2: For sure. You know? I mean, he's never put on a bad show in San Diego. I've seen it in Sturgis, like
0: he just gets it. Well, he runs huge ski events like and snowboard events in Utah, like mm. fifty times the amount of people at it that are at a brawl. So like that motherfucker knows how mm. to run events, you mm. know, like he just gets it.
2: And that's key very so bringing it fucking back we fucking we we gotta wait let's talk about the formation of senders only where did that come from
0: uh it comes from connor keppel um who was you know really uh bo urban's best friend we were we were good buds but they were they were clicked in um and when he passed away um rest in peace i just noticed that i just noticed the off-road community like the trophy truck guys like we were at pismo one year Mm -hmm. somebody handed me and bo a hashtag senders only sticker and we fucking were fucking about to lose our mind. We're like, what the fuck? Like, so I, I patented it or trademarked it mm-hmm. trademark. Yeah. Cause patents like yeah. a design. So I trademarked it. Uh, and I never really did anything with it. I kind of just was like, eh. So uh, it
2: was something Connor and Bo and all of your whole crew senders only was like the fucking, it was like yeah. the LFG for you guys.
0: Yeah. It was like Christian Oraha. Uh, Mikey Peterson and Bo Irvin, Connor Keppel, like all those dudes who are all just OGs here in East County. It was a snowboarding thing. It really was. I mean, they they used it for dirt bikes and shit like that, but it was really just their click thing. It's kind of like what you say to your boy when they're pussing out, you know, senders only. Um, And then Kyle um, Kilo, we were in St. Louis uh, riding at the uh, Ride of the Century ROC, and he got smoked by another rider. Like, whole leg, sticking out, compound, mm, bleeding yummy. out. Um, so we became good friends because we, we stayed until he was, you know, ready to fly home. And one day we were on the road, and he's like, he was looking for like a, you know, like when you're on like Amazon and you see like, just like those lame shirts, it's like a Jixer and it's just like, I ride or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to make something like that, and he thought Senders Only was catchy. And so he called me, and he was like, yo, I just looked up Senders Only, and it says that you own it. I was like, yeah. He was like, what do you want to do with that? I was like, nothing. (laughs) Um, He was like, no, we need to do something. I was like, okay. So, really, Kyle did everything. Kyle set up the Shopify. He made the original SO. I had nothing to do with the SO, our monogram. He did everything and was just like, yo, you guys keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to, he paid for our first run of the shirts, everything. Like, I didn't, I didn't do any of it. He just saw something that I didn't. And then we were riding for Moto America and they needed something to call us. So And that was the only thing I was comfortable saying because we owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we heard it over the loudspeaker. We're like, all right, senders only V-Twin shows. And Foley and I just looked at each other like, no way, dude, that's oh, it. And we're like, that's it. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. getting fired uh, up, dude. Just thinking about it. It's, it's really humbling. Um, and then I dropped the T-shirts. We sold, dude, the most successful month we've ever had was our first month. We did over 15 grand in just T-shirts. And I was like, all right, well, this is cool. Like, we need to do something with this. And then the hats. Um, I can't thank the whole stunt community enough. It doesn't make any sense to me, but the the SO hats become a staple. You go you go to any street ride or any big stunt event, there's gonna be people there in our hats, which just blows my mind. Yeah. Um and it just snowballed from there. And then before we knew it, we were senders only. You know, like we didn't, you know, and like it, it it it's such a corny name, right? Like senders only, bro. Like <laughs> But it's just like, you
2: know, you're on the let's fucking go pl- podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just checking. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. fair enough.
0: I yeah. appreciate that. It's just like, it, but once you get to know us and you hang around anybody that reps us, you'll see that it's just about taking care of each other. It's the community. It's, you know, you want to learn a trick and I can do it. Well, I'm going to spend my lot day teaching you how to do it. We, we just, we really care as much yeah. as he may not act like it. Foley really cares about my next move. Mm-hmm. And I make it very clear that I care about his next move. And now we care about Snowball's next move and Andy and Dom and all the boys. You know and I mean? Like it's becoming something way bigger than I ever imagined. So I take it very seriously because, you know, one wrong move for me and all five of those grown-ass men that I just named are going to be affected. You know?
3: True. Yeah. Andy definitely fucking like when I was trying to get the lowrider up, he was just like, just take care out of it. Throttle through. You'll be all right. I was
1: like,
3: all right. When in doubt, <laughs> throttle out.
1: You'll be all right. And I think it, what the one thing that's really cool what you do is when, you know, you see people always ask me a question. And and <clears throat> the questions that people ask you are detailed things about your writing style or what you're using. And you're very honest and you're willing to help out people just on social media, which some people wouldn't do that. It'd be kind of like, well, first of all, I'm not going to answer that question. Figure it out, kid. Yeah, You know, or in, any sort of a writing style or tire or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, your you Q&As are always fucking on, on, on in-depth.
0: I appreciate that. We're coming into 2023, and if you think you invented something, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. I mean, the only difference about what's going on now is we all have a computer in our pocket. But mm-hmm. Dudes have been wheeling Harley since the fucking 60s. They've been getting down, down since the 70s and 80s. They just didn't have a fucking computer in their pocket. Mm. And I really, really think it's silly when someone becomes successful and they think, like, I got to protect. This is mine. It's like, no, it's not, bro. You're literally a, a carbon copy of something somebody else, even if you don't know it. You saw it somewhere, right? and it pumped you up, and now you're doing it. You know, the first stunt rider, in my opinion, to really do what we're doing is Roger Reagan, you know, slab sides. He's, hmm. He was like the first stunt rider to say, all right, watch this. Bought a shop, dropped a clothing brand, started doing giveaways, like, if, if anyone's going to get really big credit, it, it's, it's him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he doesn't even fucking act like that. You call him right now, he will answer any questions you have. Wow. So I've just been given a good example, you know? It's not it's not me. I just see like how cool these dudes are, and I'm like, all right, I want to act like them. Which I don't always act like. You guys have seen it. Sometimes I'm a dickhead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: hey, honesty's the policy, baby. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> I mean, hey. But, dude, in in the last fucking three years that we've been doing this, the scene has fucking exploded. Like it really has everybody in the crowd, and at the sa- at the same time, like you think you're holding on or you're harboring something special. There's some kid in the crowd with a fucking 03 Dinah, and he's like, "I'm gonna go spend the next three lot days until I can fucking do that." And then guess what? He's got it dialed. You
0: Dude, know, once upon a time, Dinah Nate's whole post in capital letters just said, "Sponsor me," and now he's at the brawls handing us our ass. Yeah, crushing like, on a fucking platter. He's <laughs> gnarly, you right. know. And those those kids, once upon a time. Man, you know what I mean? There was just another stunt kid. Now look at you know, Mm -hmm. so you're 100% right. It's just, it just takes that kid being like, yo, Mm -hmm. and then they come for us. And that's what I want. I would, I would, nothing would humble me more and make me happier than seeing five new kids come into the next brawl and whoop us all because that means we're doing our job, right?
2: Right. And if you're the fucking OG there that's holding it down and offering advice and giving them the guidance that wasn't given to you. When that kid makes it, th- this is where I think about it for us personally. is like, if I fucking extend the hand, if I extend the olive branch, it'll be extended back to me. And that's not my expectation. That's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. If I hold it down for somebody, they're going to want to hold it down for me. Or they won't, and either way, I'm still going to be fucking all right with it. Well, you believe in karma.
0: Yeah. Right? And it helps out. There's nothing you know. There's nothing worse than karma. So if you can stay, <laughs> stay on the good side of that, yeah. you know. Yeah, nothing worse than yeah, there's that. That's nothing. fucking true. Yeah. 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 Nothing
2: worse than fucking karma because... Boy, I've done some grimy shit and sometimes it, I'm like, mm, well, here we are." And
0: it comes right back <laughs> yeah. and we know exactly why it's at. <laughs> yeah, punch you right in the fucking <laughs> yeah.
3: forehead.
1: Remember that, remember that one time? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, yeah. yes,
3: yes I really do. Remind you, you prick. Thank <laughs> you. Is. Who are some of the writers that you uh see on the come up right now that you
0: Jaber is on a sick one. Um, nothing but love to him. He's, you know, got a couple things he's working on now that are really going to help. Um, Sideways has already come up. Chase, but yeah. He's yeah, good. I, I do see more coming out of him over the next few years. He's he's absolutely killing it. Um Too Slick. Too Slick is is putting in a lot of energy right now to his riding and I really respect that. Um
3: his bike looks gnarly, dude.
0: Yeah, I love his bike. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of this new twenty one inch front wheel. Front the wheel, dinas, huh? But <laughs> I don't mind it. It's growing on me. They look good. Yeah. Um
2: well it looked like a fucking nineteen or eighteen with you on it. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: I'm kind of blanking a little bit. There's a lot more riders that I want to shout out, but uh, you know what I mean? I I have a lot of hope um, and and dreams right now for Andy. I really see him. His riding's already so good. Oh, God, yeah. Now he's been selling parts and shit lately, which is cool. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm ready to see him step into the next point of his career and I'm really proud of him.
2: Dude, 2 years ago we threw him a fucking high vis green fucking shirt and he wore it during his fucking uh run at the brawl and we'll be forever grateful. That motherfucker, he's like the working class man. He goes out in fucking boots and a high vis shirt, the working class fucking stunt man, dude.
0: Yeah, I got so much love for that dude. He's uh he always comes through.
2: He's always been cool too. Yep. Never had any fucking issues with that dude.
0: Mhm. I have, but that's because we've been friends since yeah. we were nine years old. You know? <laughs> that's yeah. what happens when you when your friends was with Fuck people yeah. that long. You're gonna have little tiffs. Yeah, it's just brotherhood. We've yeah. never, you know, we've never been tighter because we were dumbasses when we were little kids. So now we're just very aware that we never want to treat each other like that again.
1: And just to just to clarify your statement, he was actually wearing an so shirt, not our shirt. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I could have swore he was wearing a high viz. Nah. It was, it well, was we'll just, I, I think it was an L G shirt. We're going to go with
2: that one. <laughs> Let's just run with that. Yeah, it was an I like it. it. It makes me feel good about it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying facts. But, all right. Moving along. It was, it was definitely a Sender's Only shirt, but <laughs> it's all good. Fuck all of you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rafa, go turn his mic off. Ugh. Damn. <laughs> too far away. Savage. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> got him all flustered now you did yeah I'm he's fucking completely <laughs> off
3: track now <laughs> fucking pricks
0: <laughs> nah, just so are so
3: you think you're gonna get a beggar
0: no no <laughs> no i mean i would love you know we got the new m8 one to build which is really cool Oh, see. um you know that was a huge come up for us we've talked about that for a long time and really fully made that happen i'm just blessed to get to say we mm-hmm. um oh the battle battleship gray one battleship gray one yeah we somehow ended up with the 2022
1: wow that thing looks good man (laughs) Woo, all's ass too (laughs) it's humbling
0: man it's humbling we're gonna make that thing mental it's gonna be so dope um but i don't know i'm just i've put so much time in on that 99 to 5 chassis that it's just it's what i've become known for it's you know it's home for me i love riding that bike um so like right now i'm building up another stunt bike they were just going all out on cruise he hooked me up with wheels i'm super pumped on that and then I got aluminum swing arm, powder coated frame, all black. It's gonna be stupid, way out of my league. It's not anything I could ever afford without the support that I have, you know. Mm-hmm. I can never build something like that. So I'm just blessed. But no, I don't I don't see me on a I, I love riding them. 'em. They're a good time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love talking shit to to the other bagger riders and then they say something about them. I'm like, all right, well, give me your fucking keys, you know. Like oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I enjoy that shit. I, I, I just love poking, having fun. Some you've people,
1: been, you've know, been doing a lot of that lately.
0: Yeah, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Got, got people a little flustered about the front brake stuff, which honestly, no disrespect. I, I'm trash on the front brake. It's I all fun and it. games, man. Come yeah, on. I just I just like, you know, I like poking Stern, the beer.
2: Yeah, stirring the pot. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. So what's the deal with the front brake?
0: Honestly, the the truth is is uh, a bunch of videos have been surfacing from ROL, Ride of mm-hmm. Legends in yeah. LA, and there was just a bunch of dudes doing boring burnouts, so I posted talking shit <laughs> i didn't mean anything by it and it just kind of took on a life of its own jaybrew started poking back and we were just having fun with it it really wasn't serious i got a couple dms like of people actually upset and i just redirected them Just yeah. DM like oh I, I reply to pretty much everybody i'm not that guy yeah you know if i get 10 requests that day i'm gonna try to reply to all 10 mm-hmm. i really do um but no i wasn't serious we were just poking having fun I, i'm trash on the front brake. i really am like
2: well what do you use it for so like so-
0: if you watch like tallboy t ride the way that he's drifting and stuff, he'll, like, go in and out of it. He'll, like, slowly use it. Whereas, like, if I'm drifting and I fucking pull that front brake, I'm tucking my yeah. front in. You know what I mean? So it's just a different style of riding. N- neither is better than the other. It's just
2: another technique for drifting.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm just big on style. I just, mm-hmm. like, when I watch you ride, I want to like, I want you to make me want to go ride. That's like my dream. Like, my, it, like when you see me ride, it fires you up. You should yeah, want to yeah, go yeah, ride now. Yeah. And I just you know. A
3: little bit more smooth, less crunchy. My yeah. favorite yeah. one though was fucking rec- reckless. I guess you took the fucking front lever off and just threw it. That's it just when
0: he was it. beefing with out here, uh, out here crew guys. I uh, you know was uh, saying, cause this, what a lot of people don't know is the streets of Connecticut are fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> but they're so slippery. Like, but they'll still hook up. Like, you can still wheelie, no problem. But when you're drifting in Connecticut, it feels like you have an extra 10 fucking horsepower. Wow. So a lot of people will talk shit to Gabe or those guys and be like, no, you were using, that's what they were saying back then. Like, there's no way you're doing those burnouts without the front brake. So like that video I shared, you're talking about, he pulls up, rips his front brake left over off and then still does all the same drifts, you know, no front brake. So it's been a thing for a long time. Um, The only one that the scene like collectively hates is handbrakes. That's like one thing. Like, I don't know why. I think they're cool. I don't mind them, but I'm just guilty by association. Like, that's one thing that I've been a follower on.
2: Like, yeah. like a hydraulic brake for,
3: like, a drift car?
0: No, you put a handbrake on the handlebar. You know what I mean? Like, like the street bike guys. So, if oh. you're doing circle wheelies and shit, you can stand on the seat. And,
3: like, yeah, that's how they're able to, like, oh, stand like up get, on the seat. For your rear brake. Like, yeah. Got it, yeah. got and it.
0: the whole Harley scene fucking hates handbrakes. Like, Hail Joshua made sweatshirts that said, keep handbrakes off these No shit. Yeah, and then... The whole crew that runs handbrakes all bought them, just a clown on them, and they wear them like while they're <laughs> doing. Handbrakes. Thanks for the free money. <laughs> that's fucking alert. So it's always been a thing. Like, Got them, you know? but it's all love. Anyone that's actually beefing with another Harley stunt rider like is is gonna get in trouble. Like none of us, we're all one big family. You know,
2: right? We're gonna bump into each other eventually, so just be prepared for that.
0: Yeah, I found out recently they'll literally bump into you, like literally. Oh, oh goddamn! Hit the singer, oh. guys. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Damn, Damn dog, what? that's what we call a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give a hoot, a holler, or a goddamn. Yeah, that's think, so what happened?
0: Uh, just another rider lost control and and smoked me. It was simple as that. Like,
1: was <laughs> that on video? I was gonna ask about that.
0: It was on. Apparently, it was on a. Uh, like they got it on like the security footage. Yeah, but I never watched yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I would. About, I was about to say I don't even want. would not want to even see that.
0: He was so bummed. That was the last thing I wanted was was the footage to get out. You know, I I will always say that when people ask me what happened, the, the kid that hit me is, yeah, a really good dude. Yeah, and he just he made a mistake. Yeah, you know he made it, and it was costly for me. Um, but that's just part of what I do. I should have been smarter. To be real with you, I rode how many fucking hours straight to four corners. Yeah, And within five minutes, I was on my stunt bike. I, sh- I You know, it wasn't my fault, but I, I didn't have to be out there. Um, but basically, he, the bikes were all running like shit. We're at 5,000 feet elevation. So you're having to give it everything the poor thing's got. And they're hating life. They're running hot. So he pulled it up really hard, went straight to his scrape plate, and his throttle stuck. And when his throttle stuck, he dropped it down. And there was um, another stunt rider, one of the females, standing right there. And there was me. And I'm glad he chose me because had he smoked her not on the bike, we would have really had issues, you know, like the whole scene. Um, So he lost control, slammed to the back of me. And when he slammed to the back of me, we kind of, like, became one. And we kept moving. And so I was standing on top of my bike. My bike's on the ground sliding, and I'm on top of it surfing it. Oh, my God. And I, (laughs) I stepped off. And when I stepped off, his bike smashed my ankle Smash. up against my bike Oh. Um, and i knew right away i felt it immediately i've broken a lot of bones like i could tell immediately i was like all right it's broken um so they threw me in the back of a, a duramax <laughs> dirty max <laughs> yeah. reliability, yeah. reliability. A ford, hey, a ford pulls
1: up he's like no 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 not today <laughs> motherfucker we'll be waiting uh, we, need we, we need to, to make it, make <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: oh my um, God. And little becca from arizona she just moved out here She's driving this big old dually, and um, we were on tribal land, so tribal police escorted us, and we were doing 100 the whole way. Mm. They got mm. me there, and I can't remember the name of the hospital, but fuck them. So. They were just like, oh, you got a couple fractures. You're good to go. And so I, I went back, watched the event the next day. Had to take painkillers. I couldn't do it. Um, and then when I got home, I went to a specialist, and, like, his jaw dropped. He's like, dude, he's like, you're fucked. Wow. So And then insurance and all that stuff. I'm, yeah. You know, I fucking... Wasn't me. it
2: misdiagnosed too?
0: So that was me being a fucking dumbass. I'm not very proud of this part, but <laughs> I wasn't even released to walk yet. And I just got that green bike. I've dreamt about that green bike. I, like, I got to go ride. Mm-hmm. And I rode all day. It was fine. And then I was fucking, God, I, I hate putting the, was <laughs> turning around on my buddy's fucking driveway. Mm. And the bike, he had a bunch of loose dirt and the front end started to, to tuck a little bit. And I didn't even think about it. And I put my foot down mm. and from it bending there was just a super loud, violent pop, um, and then everything swelled up. I went to the hospital, and these two doctors came in. It was super weird and said that I had a severed and snapped Achilles.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: And I started going into full panic mode. My chick's stepdad you know, did his Achilles. It took him a year, and so I started panicking. They put me in the, the thing with my foot down, which isn't how I'm supposed to leave it with my injury, so they had my foot down and wrapped me up like that for a week halfway through it i thought about ripping it off i could tell it was wrong and then i go back in to see the specialist and he comes in like tail tucked and he's like you're misdiagnosed your achilles fine we still to this day they haven't been able to tell me what that pop was but my heels just swollen and then the whole bottom of my foot right now just black and blue still still yeah so we don't know what happened all the metal's still in place the brace is still in place the anchor's still in place everything's still there fine bones all grown in um but something just popped um, yesterday at physical therapy though, he finally got it to like crack. Relief. Best, dude, best feeling in the fucking world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're getting there. The pain's not going Man, away. Man, that's but. really
1: fucked up. I'm going to say a story real quick about that. It reminds me. So my friend, Steve, he was fast as fuck on a dirt bike. And, um, he was at, uh, Lake Elsinore and crashed and broke his hip. So he goes to the doctor. He goes to the hospital, he gets transported or whatever. And, um, End up taking him back down to San Diego. They brought him to fucking Kaiser. They put him into this machine, which now they no longer use. But after his hip surgery, so they put you in a machine to basically where the machine, like, rotates your, you know, leg. So you're having a motion. You know, let's do like something like this. Mm -hmm. Well, the machine was fucking cutting his sciatic nerve. And so every time the machine was going, it was cutting. And I was there when it was happening. Literally me and um, his mom and maybe some, some other people, too, but... He was in fucking so much pain and screaming on top of his fucking lungs, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And his mom's like, stop! But there's something not right, you know what I mean? Because I mean, he—it was a scream that I'll never forget. I mean, your sciatic nerve, for fuck's yeah. sake, right? So, his basically what was happening was um, part of the the metal that was in his hip was cutting oh, the nerve. Fuck. You know what I mean? Fuck. So when when it comes to like doctors and it just it, you don't. Know, not every doctor is going to be fucked up and not every machine, but you just, you never know, especially with these sort of injuries. Like, they can fucking, you, you could be healed up in, in weeks compared to like, oh, they fucked up and then it's like, well. Now I hope they cashed him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got paid. That's right. At least there's that.
0: Yeah. But like, how much money is that worth? But it's oh, not, true. But the, yeah. That's the thing
1: though. I mean, he, like I don't know if it was going to be like you know a career in motocross, but he was he was getting up there. You know he was doing all the the, the whole circuit. He was a fast desert racer too. Um, but you know it's just one of those things you never know.
0: But um, even that's it, that's super important. Just do your research. Like I, I literally swapped insurances just to be seen by the doctor that did my ankle because Sharp didn't have good reviews for that you know that specific surgery. So I ended up going to uh, UCSD. And working with just a phenomenal doctor, Doctor. Foreign. But like, if you, if your body's getting cut open, the least you can do, there's reviews on every surgeon out yeah. there. So if you're getting ready to go into a surgery, figure out who's doing the operation and Google their fucking name. Yeah. It's just like buying something off Amazon. They'll Damn, be that's critical advice, dude. Four or five star review. Like you, you really, it's it's really important. My ankle would be fucked had I not been operated on him because Sharp was just gonna do a couple screws and call it a day. Whereas UCSD threw in a whole brace and anchor on the other side, like really set me up for having, it's going to be stronger than my other ankle now. Like once it finally starts feeling better. feels Yeah. But I can't express that enough. If you're getting cut open, know who's cutting you the fuck open.
1: Yelp your doctor. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't even know you can do
2: that, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's great good advice. to know. <laughs> so what's up with the fucking YouTube? Are you going to bring that back? Cause I was, I used to watch it Me too. every fucking was, week. dude. I was
1: fucking into it.
0: We are, it's my fault. Um, you know, I I in a moment I'm not very proud of. My ego got a little big, and JT and I didn't see eye to eye on some shit that went down in Daytona. You know, I was I was a little upset. Um, we're really cool now, you know. Um, but I got to figure it out. I got to figure out what we're going to do with our YouTube. I do miss it. I miss it a lot, but we don't really live that life anymore now, you know. I'm not going to take off out of town anymore unless it's, is making us money because I can just stay home at the shop and enjoy my friends and shit like that. You no, know,
1: but that's still a good YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm going to be about starting a you, YouTube. If you yeah. just do it and, and you know, the cast of characters that that comes into the shop and yourself too, you know what I mean? It's like, that's good shit.
0: You have my word. We're going to get back on it for 2023. Um, I cared a lot about that. I dropped a lot of money into the YouTube and mm. we were putting out videos that were much better than our channel was and that's, that's all I really wanted. But I think it's just time to go raw and... Just kind of let people in, you know. We've Foley and I have always been pretty private mm-hmm. about that kind of shit. He freezes up on fucking camera. <laughs> really, I don't. I can't see that. I could. You can really? see that. <laughs> hey, really? I saw the TC Bros like little ad. Did they? Hey, did I you thought
1: did? he did a First of all, I thought he did a great job. <laughs> Murdered that. Video. How many? How many yeah. times did did he do it? Once.
0: That was all one Take day, one. like one day of filming, and then Ryan Ritter. Made it look really good. And then we did the recent ones with Garrett Riker. Right, right. Which, holy fuck, like, I've worked with a lot of professional cameramen now. Yeah. Bro, Garrett Riker is the top dog that I've ever worked with. Like, just completely understands what you need. Can basically make any clip look good. Um, but the TC Bros install videos have been cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> if you go on their website right now and like, buy risers, there's my fucking asshole <laughs> fucking douchebag just sitting there like with a video like, hey, this is how you <laughs> yeah. do like, I'm yeah. a mechanic, you know? Like, <laughs> I
1: remember your
2: fueling interviews too. Those were pretty fucking cool.
0: That was sick. That was like the first ever video project I did where I was like, holy shit, we're being treated like pros right now. Was, <laughs> we made it. Yeah, it was, it was cool. They did like full profiles on us. Like, yeah. That was, that was really humbling. I owe a lot to feeling. He fired me and, and then kept paying me for a little while just to, like, support my career. No like, shit. Yeah, he kept coming over to me, like, and I'd be packaging shit, and I'd be on the phone. And he's like, get off the phone, dude. And I'm like, it's Jesse. Like, it's the owner of Legends. Like, talk to him. Like, uh, we're trying to figure shit out. And he called me into his meeting in his fucking office one day, and he's like, you need to go. Like, you need to go start your career, dude. You're just, you're just too busy. Like, you know, I can't have you back there on the phone all day long. But I know you're talking to important people, but no one else is allowed to be on their phone. And I can't tell him like, well, it's okay, he's on the phone, he's talking to other industry. Like, no, like you need to be here and commit to this job or go do your thing. And so I, I, you know, fired, quit, whatever it was. I I got fired. Yeah. And we call a spade a spade here. Graph
1: likes to use that same line too. Well, I mean technically Uh. I left, but I've got fired. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And he's just rocked with us ever since. Luke, Luke Leatherman's the owner of feeling, and he's a fucking G. He's a G.
2: I met him. I went in the shop because I won the cams out of the. Uh, oh, sick. Yeah. And he, uh, when I walked in there, it was kind of like, there. it's not like a showroom for you to come hang out. He's like, no. can I help you? Yeah. And I was like, yes, you can. Yeah. And I told him what was going on. And he was like, one second. Went and grabbed another guy. Guy came out and I told him what I wanted to do. And they're like, cool. Whenever you're ready, let us know and we'll take care of
0: you. Cool. It's probably Evan. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly who it was.
2: Yeah, solid fucking dudes. I really want to see the fucking, the, the YouTube, I'm excited about it because I know that we're going to be doing fucking, we're doing shit all year long. Like, mm-hmm. that is our goal for fucking 23 is to do as many of events. We're talking about going to Tennessee. There's some campouts that we're talking about going to. Maybe Sturgis. It's going to be
0: fucking. You guys it. have to go to Sturgis. Yeah. Like, I haven't missed Sturgis in. Like six years now. You guys have to go to Sturgis. Yeah, we're we're gonna
1: go to the Sturgis this year because Elise wants to go really bad too. But I'd still like oh, to do figures.
0: What Your chick wants to go, so now we get to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> get, him! A- get him! Get in we're that ass, get there too,
1: motherfucker! Don't think you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. come
0: before. It was fun. She's been there. Yeah, but I've always worked it. Yeah, no. Well, we were, were working last year. I Forgot about we, that. last two
1: years. We got offered. Well, that that person's no longer working for Harley, so I don't know if we still have that deal. But we got offered last year to come and bring a booth up to Sturgis. But I don't know if we want to even do that. I just want to go and be there and still do the like fun stuff. Get an air Airbnb, ride with my friends, like. Yep right i'm all about having a booth there i don't know about y'all no no i am well who was it last
2: year that fucking rented out the airbnb by buffalo chip and just put their tent up and was selling merch out of they had like free beer and you would just pull up and they were fucking hustling merch Um, (laughs) i forgot who it was probably lucky speed shop it was there was like two houses that were on the way on the dirt road on the way to the chip i do i do remember that, I mean, that's what
1: I'm thinking. Our move is. I think it was that uh, the one that Papa Juan always promotes. Um, I'll sorry. have to ask him because I, I think that's.
2: I think you're 100 percent right. But that that's going to be our move. We get an Airbnb. We get 10 motherfuckers. And then we post up a fucking our booth and a banner and then a sign that says "fucking free
1: beer with purchase." <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> them motherfuckers go. be hey. drinking. Oh yeah, no shit. You would have free beer if <laughs> everybody. In everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's what we do at <laughs>
0: night. Is we just go out and. I don't drink. You guys know yeah. that. But I got absolutely trashed last year. Like, <laughs>
2: I heard somebody got you trashed.
0: Big B. It was yeah. a Big B and Carrie Hart. Like, how do you say no? No, you don't. You it's Like, like, yeah. like hey, Snoop
2: Dogg offers you a blunt. You smoking? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: sober, guys. no. All right,
3: fine. <laughs> fuck you. I'm I'm smoking.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> was like, oh, it's just me.
3: Grab is like, ah, it's just me. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, just me, huh? Okay. Yeah.
0: But, like, towards the end of the night, we just go down the main street and fucking just watch dudes try to, like, You want to stop them, but you can't. Like, they're not going to listen to you, and, dude, it's bad. And the cops don't stop them. You you see dudes, like, walking by about to drop their bagger, and the cops just staring at them, you know what I mean? Like, it's brutal. But yet, if you don't put both your feet down at a stop sign, you'll get pulled over. Like, Sturgis is no joke. It was way more fun when we first started going because they weren't ready for us. They had no idea that the stunt community was coming.
1: Right. Oh, I bet they were, <laughs> oh my God.
0: Dude. Now they know now. <laughs> Filthy Phil, <laughs> Tallboy T, and a couple others all got chased by the cops back to legends. You know, like, well, Phil didn't get chased. He was just doing burnouts out front, and the cop pulled up and, like, pulled him over. And it's like Mexico, where you get pulled over doing something, you pay the ticket right there. Oh, love yeah. that. And love if you that. don't pay the ticket, they take you down there until somebody brings you the cash. Because they know if they write you a piece of paper, you're never going to pay it. You're there once yeah. a year.
2: You can do that for a DUI in South Dakota. Yeah, it's fucked. It's crazy. It's fucked. 600 bucks. Pay it and fuck, fuck off.
0: But yet the homie got a felony charge for ecstasy pills. Last
2: uh, year. Don't be playing out there in South
1: Dakota. Stay rowdy. I was, it was stay fucking rowdy. with my head, dude. I'm like, who did that? Or XXX Land. Is that what it is? Yeah, but that's it. It's called Stay Rowdy? Stay Rowdy. Oh. News to me. Yeah, I didn't know Sorry, that. Sorry, bur- it was burning my brain here. There we go. Damn, the, wet, the, the wet brain was fucking bubbling, <laughs> 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 boiling up top, yeah. firing.
2: So you got some fucking so far in all the trips you've taken. What has been your favorite rally? Because you've done Daytona, have you? Do, you've done Laconia?
0: No, I've never done Laconia.
2: Would you like to do that? <laughs> <laughs> We're going.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind. It's it. it yeah,
2: it's one hundred and twenty.
0: I'm down to go anywhere that that the Harley shit's going to be there. It's it's really humbling for me. I love going to rallies. I feel like I'm somebody at the rallies. school. <laughs> Everyone wants uh-huh. to come up and get pictures and shit. And I really appreciate that. It's cool as fuck. Um, but hands down every year. Be, it's just Sturgis. Yeah. Sturgis is just everyone's there. So you're not having to like wonder what, you know, you're mm-hmm. just, you're always going to see everybody. Um, we finally got it figured out and we got this really cool lady that rents us her house and it's like right there outside of downtown. So we're not like in the Mecca shit, but we're like right there.
1: Nice.
0: Um, you know, and then just. Is that new? Because you,
1: weren't were you guys camping last year?
0: No, this last year we stayed at that house.
1: Oh, you did? So the year before, that's when you were camping.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. a lot of the riders camped this last year. Okay. But I'm just, dude, like I said, I put in way too much energy and effort to drive fucking 24 hours and then sleep in a dirt field. No disrespect. Yeah. but like, come on. Yeah, yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but that shit, look, bro,
2: I was at Kid Rock the, the first year I went in 20. And I'm in Kid Rock. It's just me and my chick and a dude I'm working with. And I see Andy Chow and fucking Josh. Out of it, the largest fucking showing that Buffalo Chips ever had, like fucking a hundred thousand fucking people, and I see these motherfuckers. Whoa, come on, brother, kid rock, kid yeah. motherfucking I remember rock. That show well, dude, Bound it chica, was chica, fucking bounder bounder awesome. But they looked like they were having the fucking time of their life. In well, the, the chips, different. Like the chip is at wild. The
0: chip is sick. But yeah. like this last year, they just you know Max did his best, but a lot of the stunt riders were like, "Yo, where where are we staying?" So one of the local tracks was just like, yo, they can stay here. But it was literally just an empty dirt field.
2: And like no there, one was there.
0: There was like a hill climb going on one of the night. Like I'm sure a lot of them have fun and they're going to be like, nah, Joey doesn't know what he's talking about. Maybe I don't. But like, I don't know. I, it was just an empty dirt field. It, didn't, it, it looked brutal to me. But like staying at the chip in a tent, that would be cool. Like the chip's sick. It's chip's, rad. Yeah. You know, uh, I wouldn't know.
1: Never been. <laughs> yeah. you, have you been rougher? Not so. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Tall
0: Tallboy T and I had pictures up at like the booth for a little while at the chip, but I never had any problems. They let me in this last year. That's so uh,
2: nice. Yeah. But
1: fucking uh, Daytona, so like that, well, you got on, any- hold, that's your favorite. That's your favorite event.
0: Yeah, I'd say uh, Sturgis is, is by far my favorite. Uh, I love going to Utah. Utah's fucking sick. Utah's sick. so rad. Yeah. So fucking sick. But we used to do shows out there yearly. We didn't this last year. They did a brawl there, but I didn't make it out. Um, but, yeah, Sturgis, hands down. It's mm. just, dude, it's fucking, it's unreal.
1: It, what about Daytona?
0: Daytona's cool. It's um, not my kind of vibe. Mm. It's just big wheel baggers was, everywhere. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's
2: rednecks and big wheel baggers. Got
0: yeah, it. like it's cool. Uh, this last year was really fun, obviously. Like I got to, I won the brawl, which was crazy. The, the lot was super good. It was like the biggest brawl we've ever thrown yet. And then we got to go to Supercross that night, and, you know, and all the homies were there. It was yeah. cool. Like, This last year was fun, but to be real with you, we drove out there and we were only there for 72 hours and then drove right back. Yeah, you did. Like we literally did a weekend trip to Florida.
2: When is it? That's Uh, crazy.
0: March. It is in March. I think this year it's like, I don't know. Don't hold me to that, but I think it's March. Are you going? I was going to. See, I'm going to release information. I'm not allowed to. Maybe. Maybe. maybe, I don't know. And
2: and that's also if the brawl... If all the pieces align, the reason I ask is, can we put our shit in your trailer?
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you said it, not me. If the pieces align, we'll see. Um, if I go if I go to Daytona, yeah, you guys just shouldn't go in there. Fuck yeah. Do I think we're going, though? Because no. we're going no. well. <laughs> <laughs> be to smash. I'm going to bring
2: the clap wagon, right? I'll be riding right behind you.
0: Hey, dude, if we're taking your stuff, why wouldn't you fly?
2: That's true. What the why, why wouldn't I road trip with you and vlog
0: it? <laughs> you don't want to travel with me. <laughs> I I definitely definitely want to (laughs) try. They just kill each other before Texas died. We never (laughs) made it. Dude, I'm a different breed when we hit that freeway. And like
2: No, I've heard of how you drive Foley's truck.
0: No, it's not even (laughs) how I drive. Jesus.
2: Dude, Foley is the first one to be like, Joey, stop beating the shit out of my truck. (laughs) Fuck,
0: dude, that's how he makes it seem, but he beats it harder than (laughs) I. Whatever. My fault. My fault. fault. But it's I'm just really anal. Like everyone's got to smell good. Trucks got to stay clean. You want you like your clothes stay in the fucking trailer. Don't bring shit into the truck. There's, there's already three grown ass men in here, you know. What I mean? Like yeah. I'm just really st- like okay. Andy and I don't travel well because he's just stoked to be getting out of town whereas me like bro, we're getting there. We're getting our shit. Set, you know, like it's just different. It's a joke for different folks, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I'm a fucking asshole when it comes to traveling. Like I really am. I want the truck clean, trailer and Foley instilled that in me. All the straps need to be fucking prime check the check the bikes every other gas stop like you know like just yeah. i'm just really fucking anal and i'm not proud of it but i also can't break it like it's just part of me you
2: know i'm getting there <laughs> i'm trying to get there because dustin fucking is very particular too because he's had years of fucking doing things the way he likes this and shit
0: just don't come easy i mean how many doesn't. people have this shit sitting in their garage like it's just everyone talks like they could do it but no one's doing it it's mm-hmm. like so it's, once you know you once you have it it's, it's your protective yeah so. it's like
3: my little job every time I come here I walk in I'm like eh, this
1: shit looks like shit yeah,
3: I just
0: put, right. everything,
3: put everything in I place. think
1: that I'm really bummed out because of my work schedule but riding with you guys to fucking um, Colorado just would have been so much fun because for stunt guys you know they always get the rap of like oh trailer and bikes or whatever you know what I mean and some do some don't whatever but you guys mobbing up to that event fuck, I just, you just posted a video of it the other day, and I'm like, man, I wish I could have went
0: on that. You got to know why Sunriders trailer their bike everywhere. Because yeah, they, can't, they, they can't afford another bike to actually ride. Half these kids would send it anywhere. Yeah. They, you know how much money it is, or if just the bike breaks piece. on the way there. Yeah, and you can't if you're trying to compete in the brawls, or God forbid, a bit of sponsor you know throws you some money to wear their shirt. Well, first of
1: all, you can't ride your fucking stunt bike right. to a goddamn show, anyways, dude. And then like. say, that, say
0: somehow the kid does come up with two bikes. Now, how the fuck does your stunt bike get there? It's taken us yeah. six years just to be able to have somebody that can not only get my stunt bike there, but now I have a nice enough bike. I actually left for that trip with no transmission oil on my bike. Oh, fuck, Sick ass fool. Yeah, I'm like a mile in, it hit me. And I, r- oh I turned around, rode right. it back to the shop, and it was fine. Don't oh. tell On the green about. bike? Yeah, resale value. Don't tell, a don't, resale tell anybody value. Value. <laughs> don't worry. Nobody listens yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really want to start riding more. Like, that's that's my goal for this year. I, I don't, I never like call it out and say, like, I'm riding to Sturgis, I'm doing this because I just yeah, never yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. Do I want to? Fuck yes. Yeah. I really want to rip that green bike to Sturgis this year. Yeah. Is it going to happen? Who knows? I don't know. We always get a phone call like last second, this shit, that shit. I know. You know, we're supposed to go to Chicago right before Sturgis, which is going to suck, but... You did that last year too, right? You did two shows, or was it after? It was after...
1: That's when you that's when you do the whole circuit pretty Wasn't much. Wasn't last after.
0: year but the year before. Last year it was kind of a wash.
1: No, last year you went to Miami or you went to visit your folks after mm-hmm. Sturgis. Virginia and Beach. Did, and then you did the show in Miami. And then I think you came back and then went back out there.
0: Probably. I, I love going to Miami and that dealer's super good to us. Yeah. So when they call me I try to I try to make it work. Plus it's just so cool because it's like the furthest away. Fuck yeah. But uh the shows are definitely... It's weird now. The show—the shows have slowed down. Mm. You know? It's its different. I think it's because there's so many kids doing it now. And I love the fact that, you know, I want i want the locals hired. You know, like, when we got hired in Chicago, we linked with all the locals, and I brought them back and introduced them to the dealer owner. So I was like, look, I still want my one or two times to come shine for you guys, but you guys need to start doing more, and, like, these are the kids. And I think that's finally happening. But mm-hmm. Shows are definitely slowing down, I think, for everybody. You know? I wonder why.
2: Well... I definitely think a presence, like, once the YouTube channel's on and cracking and you have that to back up what you have on social media, it, it could fucking
0: ramp back up. Yeah, I just need to start reaching out more. No, I was about to say, lazy.
1: I, I bet it can happen right now. There just has to be, you have to reach back out and just have a plan.
0: Yeah, I've been lazy, straight up. Man. I mean, how many
1: plans have we thought, talked about? Fuck. I mean, we have a whole show, but we just, we, we, we've been talking about this moment
0: right here for a year. (laughs) Yeah, we have, we literally have, God damn.
1: But I the, the shows and the, like all of our creative minds, like thinking about what we're going to do, you know what I mean? If we can actually do them, it'd be fucking awesome. Cause now seeing other people doing the same shit that we've talked about doing, you know what I mean? Going onto the road and like bringing shows to like small counties that Mm -hmm. fucking see us on social media, but that's as far as it goes, you know? I think that's that's where it's at.
0: Yeah, that's why the rallies are so cool, you know. And Sturgis has become like a really big moment for a lot of those kids that, like you said, only see us through the phone. Yeah, they get to come and ride with us, and yeah. it's cool as fuck. Like I, I enjoy riding with them. I think as much as they do with us. So for sure, that's why Sturgis is so rad. And Daytona was really cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't do that much exploring though. Like I said, yeah, we you're
1: learned. you're in and out. Yeah. So I don't know. God damn! just just you bringing that up just made me think about like you go into we go into a small town right and then create have a stunt show then the day the, the day after have like a ride through whatever town they're at and then to be able to ride with you you know what i mean that would be fucking rad
0: i mean essentially it's what we did at tombstone you know but we yeah. just have to have an event set up when we get there exactly um, and it and it's it's exactly. just as simple as we just got to go there first hop yeah. in the car and drive there you know and it it's it doesn't I don't disagree with you, but it doesn't bother me when I see other people doing it. Because mm-hmm. whether who was first or last, yeah, now no. it's being done. Yeah, no, no. I, I, and I, I we feel can the, do it better. Yeah, like
1: no, better I feel the same. Honest. I totally feel the same way, too. But it's like, God damn. Well, are they in the same room as
0: us? <laughs> <laughs> well, every dealer
2: we went and talked to, because we went and did a fucking mission, and we hit fucking five dealerships. and I saw. Yeah, we got fucking three, three yeses, two tentative, and then two check back in when our merch manager's here. And then... I talked to Foley and Foley fucking went and talked to one of the people that didn't say yes. And that might be happening. But every single one we pitched, we said, we're not just bringing you a clothing brand. We're going to bring a fucking event and I'm going to bring 50 fucking bikes here. And we've got homies that throw the best stunt show. Like we're the fucking full package. You guys are. And that's what we're trying to do. And that was honestly just talking to you like, bro, get it, get out there, figure it out. When it comes time to talk about the financials and what the necessary steps of doing the stunt show, hit me up. And we'll get it cracking. And like, as soon as we expand out of Southern California, like Red Rocks, that they already do stunt shows. That's fucking one that's like hot on my list because doing an event, there's accommodations that now you have the venue. Like we could do that easy. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm 2023 dog, and I mean it's even before then. This is it's fucking happening.
0: It just takes time. It really Mm -hmm. just you know, it's scary watching how far away it gets sometimes. Just being committed to the same thing. But you have to just be willing to, to live on that and like let that shit sit in your stomach. You know, sometimes I'll feel like the shit that I just had yesterday is so far away now. But it's it it literally is just fucking time. Yep. That's, that's all it is. And you guys have been down now mm-hmm. doing it for long enough, and you, you guys have the right people behind you. You know, and that, that's really all that matters. The rides are sick, minus all those fucking pebbles. Fuck you guys. Yeah, that. what
1: happened? There was I the, was in Texas, It was the fucking uh, the road in between Acapulco. Uh, uh, yeah, like if you get off so right the there, ro- Chevron. So the road is so fucking old, and it's always been just pebble after pebble. Like the homie's bike got hammered.
0: Bro, it felt like little paintballs on your shins. It hurt so bad. Was it's it so crazy. after the
2: Chevron where it like loops back up and you go out of there? You yeah. Turn left and like yeah, go towards yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah fuck, cruel. yeah, it's I know cruel. exactly what you're talking about.
2: Sorry, did I do it again? Such yeah, f-
1: that, that was a good ride, man. It was, was it fun. Really I, we
0: shouldn't have taken Sunrise. We fucked up with Sunrise. Sh- I didn't know everyone was going to go straight. Yeah. We turned left, and I looked at Tom, and I was like, that way? He's like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <And> I like, <laughs> so I took out, and there was, like, at least a foot of snow on Sunday yeah. It was so fucking cold. That was w- I
2: was watching Juan's videos, and there's, I'm like, damn, there was fucking snow on the ground. Definitely. And yeah. people don't get that. Like, they don't think San Diego's got snow. Like, no, nah, we got it all out here. Yeah, yeah. So fucking rad.
0: Just not six feet where you're picking it up out of your fucking driveway. Yeah, you're not having to shovel it before you go to right. work. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Till you've done that with a hangover, phew, you haven't experienced <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly, COVID, baby. Yeah. Being hungover late for work and having to shovel the driveway, boy, nothing makes you more fucking... Why do you think everyone in New England is fucking bitter and resentful? Because <laughs> yeah. they life. suck. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's why. Mm-hmm. You suck. <laughs> and <Boston>. You swallow. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm not even a fucking a Boston fan, and I just... like. I can't take you there now. It's <laughs> They're good. like, "Hey, where's the where's the dark one?" <laughs> there he is. I'll stand for mine. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. So what do you what do you have locked in on the agenda for this year? We it's can't loose. Talk, can't talk about it. No,
0: it's 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 <laughs> loose. Um it's it looks like we're going to do some stuff in Chicago again. Um we have stuff playing with San Diego Harley, which is cool. I like doing the local shows. Um blanking a little bit. It's loose. If East Coast does something, which legally they're not allowed to, but I, I need to get back to New Haven. It really bothered me that we missed it this year. I fucking love going out there, which you really don't hear anyone in the world say. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Have to go to New Haven. Yeah, right. I mean, New Haven this <laughs> was bad when I was a kid. <laughs> it still is. Um, so Sturgis, Daytona's a 50-50. It's coming up quick, though, so it's that's why I say I don't think it's going to happen mm. when, when it's in, within, like, three, four months and we don't have it, like, for sure. It's thing um, I'm going to hit all the brawls. I, you know, like I said, Max was the first person to, to ever pay me to ride. So whatever yeah. whatever events Ride and Destroy does, I'm there. Like, I feel like I owe him that. Um, Daytona, Sturgis, San Diego Harley shows. I'm kind of on the same wave that, that you're talking about. I really just kind of want to do my own thing. Like, less is more. And, mm. like, you know, I know I have it in me to, to host events just like you guys do. So it, it becomes so easy because we all work together now. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know to be real with you, everything's really changing right now in my career. Um, I've been with the same companies for so long that everything's just, you know, really kosher with them. So I don't really feel humbly. I, I don't feel like I have to go anymore. I want to like, don't get me wrong. It's fun as fuck. But at the same time, if I know I can stay here, push more of their products and grow my business, that's just kind of where I need to be for the next few years. Mm. Um, I'm really focused on riding. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So the last three months being in bed have been fucking brutal. Um, like, literally the last three weeks have been the most refreshing I've felt all year. Like, it's better than winning that brawl in Daytona. Like, wow. I, dude, it was so brutal. Like, I was at a height in my career when it, when the when the fucking injury happened, yeah. you know. I was coming into another brawl that I had a chance to win. And then Utah, or no, it was Vegas up next. Yeah. And I knew yeah. that the overall winner was going to get, like, three or four grand plus on top of what, you know, you're already getting per event. So I was hungry because my points were pretty high up. The closest guy to me was was Gabe, and I knew he wasn't going to be there for that round, so that would have put me a whole round ahead. And then as long as I did okay at the next one, I was going to get the overall. Um, so I was fired up, and that's why I rode there and got straight on the bike. But I'm really – I like what you guys are talking about, having fun, doing the events, getting the merch out there, and that produces sales for the people that we ride for, which is just as valuable as, you know. Me just driving around the country recklessly. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so,
2: Doing the rambling thing is fun, and then it, it comes to a point where you're like, "Fuck!" Especially you're driving like I got another thousand miles until I'm in my. Uh, fucking Joey loves bed. it.
0: I love it. Yeah. Um, back then, the scariest part was, and this is me being overly honest. Like, I was straight running out of money. Like, we get to we get to the Texas New Mexico border, and I'm like, "Yo, fully got cash." Like. Mm-hmm. Check hasn't cleared yet from those last shows. Like I was, I was risking the biscuit. Where now, like I won't leave unless I know we can pretty much replace. Like,
3: uh, come back and
2: yeah, like yeah, truck yeah.
0: breaks down, we're gonna be able to grab either another one or a rental. Like, dude, we used to just go Ooh,
2: for yeah, it. Yeah, just fucking send it. And that
0: was the <laughs> only part I didn't like. Otherwise, dude, it was just the time. It's irreplaceable. You know, we had so much fucking fun on the road. So stupid. Mm. I, I think back to half the shit we did. Like, damn, what the fuck? Like, but we didn't know. Now we know. Best
3: best learned. Hey, best road trip story.
0: Fuck. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of the stories, I got to be careful cuz yeah. I get halfway through and I'm like, I'm about to rat my homie out. <laughs> 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 um best road trip story.
2: So there we were, smoking doink number 3.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um it's hard cuz like all the memories kind of merge as one, you know? It's just become so repetitive. Um, In a good way like not in a bad way I'm I'm gonna stall out here a little bit I'd say Best road trip story isn't really like I don't really have like a cool like You know but tall boy T and I Driving around we got to We got to Utah and this we're like Two three years and now to our careers we're both like In a good spot like we Mm -hmm. love our lives We're happy we literally Drove around in his van for about I want to say it was like At least three days it might have been more Four or five days where, like, we slept very little, I had the weirdest diet I've ever had, and we literally rode mountain bikes for, like, 14 hours a day every single day. And I think that that's the most fun, mm, like, literally, damn. that I've ever had. Like, ever. Like, the dude, Utah is just so sick. They protect their dirt jumps out there. Like, fucking California protects this clean air bullshit. Like, it is so sick. So, I, not really, like, a story, but the most fun I've ever had. Right was, on. Just cruising around fucking Utah <laughs> with Tallboy eating fucking... Bread peanut butter on it fuck I was yeah apple juice <laughs> like, <laughs> on a borrowed bike just jumping jumps that i had no business jumping like that was the most fun i've ever had right like now.
2: downhill fucking wood fucking berms and shit
0: yeah my first downhill experience was that year and like i'm really good on a dirt bike so i should have known but i just remember going down the trail and there was snowing and shit and i, I was struggling <laughs> i was just terrified brakes <laughs> locked up like skidding the whole time and tall boy T is like flying by me and then like putting his mountain bike into the snow. And there's just like this sick ass wave of snow going over all of us. <laughs> and that's when like it clicked, like right, I'm doing something wrong. And I about died two times and we got down to the bottom of the hill and I looked at everybody. I was like, Are you guys using the front brake? <laughs> and everyone looked at me like I fucking solved world hunger or something like, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like I, I mean, like, I, like I literally will never live that down. Like I'll get squirrely on a dirt bike and fully be like, hey man, you got front brakes. Like. <laughs> so like we did downhilling and then we borrowed a couple locals lent us. They're called slope style bikes. So they ride like a hardtail but they have a little bit of give and they're fucking rocket ships. And we just went to all the local dirt jumps and just never stopped dude I've never had that much fun. We got to go ride a foam pit, like all, all kinds That's of That's fucking sick. sick. Yeah, it was cool. Mm.
2: Dude, my Instagram real story is there was always going to be like the, the POV fucking mountain bike riders, and there are some fucking gnarly trails. Like, there's redwoods, and there's berms that go around trees, and then fucking gnarly jumps. Yeah. And then there's also the people eating fucking massive shit. Yeah, yeah i so fucked about those. Unforgiving.
3: Like I've eaten shit on a mountain bike. It's not fun,
0: bro.
2: Whack a tree. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeremy took I had, me, had my fucking um, foot
3: stuck inside of the the main sprocket, bro. Like,
0: yeah, mountain bikes I'd will literally have. eat you. Fuck me up. Um, one of, like, my dream days, Twitch, took me. Um, I think we went to Mammoth or like one of the local mountains, like a Big Bear, like the closest one. Mm-hmm. And it was like dream day for me. I was just kind of getting in with everybody. He borrowed Tyler Beerman's mountain bike for me, not to be the name drop guy, but yeah. it was like it was like a big day for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you know? fuck yeah! Uh, and we rode all day. I killed it. It was fine. Everything was kosher. We we did like the big lines, and I just followed people off of it. Uh, all good. And then we get towards the end of the day, and I'm like feeling good, mm-hmm. and I went off. I was like I remember. Drop down for a little bit, and then, like, the first jump, drop down berm, and it was probably only, like, 15, 20 feet off of, like, a little ramp, just to a mellow landing, and you're already moving, so it's super easy. And I did, like, a one-handed table off of it, and when I landed, I grabbed just the biggest handful of front brake. Oh <sighs> oh <Now> we... moving. <laughs> <laughs> and I went straight over the bars, right to my back, and that's the last thing I remember, and then... My next memory is, like, the bottom of the mountain, like, walking up to an ambulance. Oh. And I collapsed my lung, separated my pelvis, and broke, like, two or three ribs. And, like, I remember, like, just being so out of it. And then, like, one of my other clear memories is, like, kind of, like, coming to and, like, there's Twitch. There's all these guys I've looked up to my whole life, and I'm just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're right, little homie. Yeah. <laughs> the-
0: yeah. Are you okay,
1: little big homie? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: when Jeremy was so cool about it, he was gonna wait, but they told me it was gonna take like four or five hours. So like, this is you know, it's fucking your my idol. So I'm like, dude, you head out. My yeah. chick came up and picked me up. Like, I'll never forget that they fuck mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: How did you link up with him? Because that was Check. one of the first episodes I saw. Was the minis. At his crib, doing his mini track.
0: Um, well, so he used to. It's not how I met him, but like a couple people in our group have always known him. You know, they um, you know, from him like babysitting them when they were kids. Filthy Phil. Like they they were always all cool. Um, so like I met him a few times, but it was never really like that. And then um, I think the night that we finally like linked and um, was the night I won. I won five out of five races on that Born Free flat track race. And that's still to this day the only time I've ever done that. I've raced all those guys hundreds of times and never beat them. But for some reason that night, I was just on. And Foley wasn't able to come. My mechanic wasn't able to come. And I was still like 20, 21. And so I forgot everything. I showed Mm -hmm. up. I didn't have a bike lift. I didn't have anything. Like my bike's leaned up against the wall. But yet every time I went out there, I was, I don't know what it was, but humbly, like just greased it that night. And he put me up on his story. And then we kind of started bullshitting. And then um he invited me up to ride 110s and i mean he's from the same county as i am he's mm-hmm. literally one of us so we've just we've just clicked it's never really been like that and you know nowadays i really do forget how big he is until like i mentioned him and I'm like, what okay. yeah so he's just he's just one of the homies dude he's so fucking cool and you know, I don't, he
2: responds to our story or yeah. if we message him he re- like he's a fucking down ass
1: fool if
0: and you're not from th- san diego and you're putting on he'll he'll
1: and not to mention though he started following us because of joey yeah, because we, and I remember the time when we did the collab, he'd start following us after he shared it, you know what I mean? But ever since then, it was well, that's like. That's how it works. How many people yeah. follow me because you guys share my I email. Mean, it's, it's Brad, though.
0: But he's he's just a good guy. He really looks out for everybody. I don't understand. He has so many people to look out for, and he still just does it so yeah. well. So he's just really fucking cool. You're he's kidding.
2: definitely bringing up the next generation for sure.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a big change in January. It's going to be just pay, pay attention. It's gonna oh, be, shit. it to be cool to see.
1: Ooh. Fuck I mean, yeah. The things that he's doing with his brand too, it's like just the dream. You know what I mean? Like he just, and makes it seem like it's fucking cool. You know? He gets
0: down. They work really fucking hard. Yeah,
1: no, I, you can tell they do. And there, he has a whole team around him, and it's like yeah, that, real fucking serious. I've been putting in work for years, bro. Yeah. You know yeah, no, I mean, it's not like it just oh, yeah. came overnight, but that's for damn sure.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he just, he saw it and he takes it seriously. hes, he's They're really good at it. That's, yeah. uh, that's really yeah, what yeah. it is. Like you said, it's all about who you surround yourself with and he's just surrounded himself with some of the best people, mm-hmm. you know. Another
2: question about about a group of people is East Coast and when did when did they come into your life and like come around cuz I've never had I've rode with them on one ride, but I've never really gotten to sit down and talk to any of the guys. Um Sal or Gabe or any of them.
0: My first memory of East Coast and obviously is just we all we all knew who they were obviously. They were fucking killing it and just doing big shit. Um I don't remember when Gabe and I linked, but I remember posting a drifting video on my bolt and a suppose following me, Mike. And I, like, DM'd him, like, thank you. He's, like, him. their OG, right? Yeah, he's, he put all of them on, you know, and, like, right. they were in high school, and he would take them down to other rides and shit like that. Mike really is the OG of all of it. Um, and when he followed me, I, like, reached out to him and, like, thanked him. Nice. And he, and he told me I was killing it, and I, I remember that, like, really lighting a fire under my ass. Mm. He was just the king of the king, and then, They started flirting with throwing an event out there. And we basically asked them, like, yo, if we come, will we be, like, you guys will take care of us? And so we drove out there, and they just, they really fucking respected that, you know, because they're throwing an event. And we literally drove all the way from fucking San Diego just to see them. But, you know, we got to go to Times Square, all all this shit that we'd never seen before. I got to go on, like, my eighth grade DC trip. You know, I was one of those spoiled kids, (laughs) but you don't fucking really remember. Yeah. So, like, we drove that clapped-out truck through Times Square and shit. It was all just really cool experiences, you know? um but i think that was it i think because we we went out there like five years in a row fuck yeah to uh, east coasting yeah four or four, five years in a row um we just linked really well and we all get along and you know foley and i are madmen men on the bike they're fucking lunatics on the bike so like when we ride together it's all time you know it's, we just have a lot of fun together um sal sal and i always butted heads when we were younger like just in like immature ways and now like he's one of my favorite fucking people in the mm. whole world. he's so fucking cool and then now they built an empire you know it was it was all fun and games and you know they, they they took the leap made a commitment spent a lot of money got a ton of merch and and they committed and they did it like it, it's crazy you know so i don't really remember exactly how we linked Just same people doing the same thing they've Expose, always been you know
3: exposes the guy that he's like doing a wheelie on a diner he's probably popped up on your guys suggestions he does, he does like a wheelie on a diner and he's eating like a hamburger right
0: yeah, he drifts into the drive-thru, grabs a hamburger, puts it in the thrashing bag, and then pulls up the wheelie and then, like, grabs the hamburger out while he's riding and, like, starts eating it. Mm. Yeah. That was, like, one of his most viral videos. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Mm. That's fucking solid. He's gnarly. He's gnarly. He's got a lot of style. They used to all just buy CR250s and go hit the street rides. Yeah. And then they all hopped on Harleys. Fucking rad. Before we
2: wrap this up, I got to ask you, because your parents moved to my hometown, what's your opinion of Virginia Beach?
0: Um, It's different. It's not. It's not my style. Um, I like going there because I'm with my parents. and I'm, I'm a major, major family dude. Uh, miss them a lot, but I couldn't live there. No, you know, we, my family, and I finally got to the place where like we realized like the only reason they come to San Diego is to see me, and the only reason I go to Virginia is to see them. So why don't we just meet up somewhere fun? So now we get to like just meet up and go on vacations. That's sick. Um, it was cool riding though. Really? Like, like, right around my parents' house. There's, like, a ton of back roads and shit. Because they don't live in Virginia They live Beach, in Suffolk. Yeah, it's like the Pine Valley to San Diego. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, 45 minutes. It's, it's What they've always talked about, it's just on the other side of the country. Right. Like my, they always wanted to move to Pine Valley or Descanso yeah. or something like that. <clears throat> my mom found that, but to Virginia Beach. Nice. So, I don't mind it. Just, you
2: know. yeah, I, I've been gone for fucking 10 years, and I have no intention of going back. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard question to
1: ask a San Diegan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so tell me, uh, uh, what about, you know, butt-fucked Egypt? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm from Dago, homie, so. <laughs> Have you been? It's beautiful. Yeah, we're pretty spoiled here. <laughs> yeah, so for sure. We yeah. pay for it, but we're spoiled here. Yeah, no, for sure. Straighten the fuck up. I mean, come on. We we've, I mean, just posting a video of all of us riding last weekend, you know what I mean? In December, people are fucking freezing their balls off. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, God damn. Yep. These guys are riding their Harleys right now, yeah, dude.
0: Negative 10 were that dude. Yeah, died. you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they are like, fuck you guys,
3: you spoiled fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Rafa, wild. you got any closing words? I can't wait to see you get healed up. I mean, like, shit, everybody in San Diego
1: is just waiting.
0: yeah i'm so stoked to ride again so i appreciate Uh, that i didn't realize how much i rely on it until lately so yeah
1: Yeah. it was good to see you out there last weekend too i mean it's good to see you out riding period but you know i just appreciate everything you've done for us and you know fucking i just can't wait to work with you more i mean but the the, just the things that we've talked about we just need to do yeah we just have to do them because you know what they're going to be successful you're going to be successful no matter what you do you're so fucking talented man like Thank you. Such a smooth rider too. The tricks that you do on the fucking, on your bike is like, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, give me a fucking break. You're doing a fucking 360 on a fucking Harley. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, but it's going to be fun, man. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what this year is going to entail, you know, because we did hear something like that too, you know, from the brawls and we don't know what, because what, we try to get a date too and they're like, well, we don't know, you know what I mean? And So, who knows what's going to happen, but what I do know is we, we can create our own destiny and fucking people will come because we have, we have a fucking rad fucking following and people fucking will show up to any of our events, you know, which is, we're blessed for that. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: well now we owe it to them for them to get better for sure. You know, we really do. Yeah. How many people have been showing up and showing up I for know. us for how long now? Yeah. So it's, it's just our turn to give that back for sure. And not make it about us. Yeah. You
2: know, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure having you on the show. And over the last three years, dude, like, It's, it's been fucking really nice to have you fucking have our back on it and see something in us and bring us up with you and whatever way you could. And it hasn't always been easy, but we fucking stuck it through. And like, I'm very grateful for your friendship and very fucking excited for what's coming this year.
0: I feel the same way. I just want to thank you guys for, for growing with me. You know, when we met, I was still pretty young. I was very opinionated about a lot of things and you guys have always been patient with me and then allowed me to grow my own ways and then, and then brought me back home. So I appreciate it. It goes both ways. You know, LFG brings up senders, and senders will always bring up LFG as much as we can, but I, I think it just goes that we, it's just time to do some bigger shit.
2: Yeah, it's time. Straight the fuck up. So, what's that song you want to go
0: out to? Oh, uh, fuck. You had all this. I mean, I, time I, ha- think, I have nigga. some. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, I had some. My Swisher Seat, but my Sig Sour.
1: I was about to say, Joey knows the shit.
0: Oh, He
2: knows the shit, homie. <laughs> Been another episode of the LFG 1904 Show.
0: It's
3: about fucking time.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> God, this smacks. Yeah, yes. <laughs>
1: right I'm into it. You need to
2: follow Joey on Instagram at Joey underscore five five. No, so what is it? Joey
0: five five. Period. Underscore. It's all that available. Get off my
1: of back. <laughs> yeah. Call we'll tagging. Him. Him. Yeah. Follow cinders only motherfucker. Yeah. You'll find us on there. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Get that money, come on. Hey, rap comes on all of a badass, What's up, dog? What's awesome. <laughs> fuck around, we? So, on, Let's go girl. get some drugs. Yeah.
2: Whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> God damn, that got aggressive. That wouldn't be my fault. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs>